savage beast and son of old. The wordsmith tells the tales of old. Goblins, ghouls, and facts most foul. Welcome ye to Church Gems now. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to Church Jams Now, the podcast where three former youth group kids and current music nerds do a deep dive on Christian music from the 90s and 2000s. My name is, of course, Kylan Savage. I'm one of your co-hosts. With me, across the table from me, is Mr. TJ Smith. Hey, man. Hey. It's great that I can just reach out and touch you. That's, that's super Aww, weird. Not quite. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also have our beautiful producer, Josh Olson. Hey, buddy. Hey, guys. I am further away than y'all are from each other. Just That's very unfortunately. Yeah. Also, no one cares because we have guests, guys. It's true. <laughs> I care, Josh. Thanks, CJ. <laughs> you go. From Never Show the Monster and Debut Buddies, uh, along with a myriad of other super fun projects that I'm sure we'll talk about, uh, we have Chelsea Hollander and Kelly Attaway. Hey, guys. Hello. How is it going? It's going. Okay. Wow. You actually right. just invited on the same person. Yeah, it was like, oh, how long person we do and it? it's an echo. It's, I didn't know if that was a bit that y'all do on your podcast. Or... Yeah, it felt like a bit. No. Nope. No, it's good. <laughs> just who you are. We go through stuff at the same time. So um, we are very empathetic to each other. So cool. we're just, we're on the same wavelength, even across the yeah. country. I like that. That's so good. So uh, we're doing this episode to sort of, continue our spooky season believe it or not there are some like christian halloween songs and stuff that <laughs> we're gonna cover but you the guys monster are coming in. mash and yes the monster mash is my favorite hymn <laughs> <laughs> <The monster. laughs> please, please turn your hymnals to page 183 <laughs> no come on to 666 uh, to 666 right <laughs> of course Oh, uh, that's well. Now we're gonna have to record a hymn version of yes, Monster Mash. I was going to ask <laughs> four part harmonies. Josh is gonna put that on our schedule, so we're just gonna have to <laughs> yes. do it. It's gotta happen, guys. Tell us and tell our listeners a little bit about your podcast before we kind of deep dive into all this. Basically, everything you just told Josh before we started yeah. recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do it I was, all now, again. I was the setup. <laughs> now we do have to somehow coordinate, or should we okay. trade off? I'll start. We. Oh my God! Why you say the next <laughs> movies? That <laughs> no, I don't like this. Uh, oh. Do you want to do it? <laughs> so we have uh, we're on two podcasts together. We have one called Never Show the Monster, where we go through and talk about horror movies. We try to do different series. I think uh, recently for October we have done TV show specials, Halloween TV show specials. So and then before that we did. Oh no, Kelly, you gotta. I'm I'm trying to think. I don't remember what we was it. Celebrations gone wrong. Was it celebrations gone wrong? I guess it was celebrations gone wrong. A couple fun episodes in in between. I love it. You guys, you guys bring the same kind of host energy that we do. I I'm just I'm really I'm really enjoying it. Good. (laughs) Uh, I forget everything. That happens yeah, a lot. it's mostly just um, <laughs> just dumb dumb jokes, dumb plays on wo- play on plays on words, plays on, play on, plays on, words. Plays on, plays on words. words. I had that on my phone for a while. Uh, yeah, that's a fun one. Um, 
And then our other one, Debut Buddies, uh, we co-host with another friend of ours, Nate Regolia, who previously hosted a comedy trivia game show podcast called A Vague Idea. So maybe you know him from there. And uh, we stole him away to do Debut Buddies, where where we discuss firsts. So we recently did the first reality TV show and the first horror movie, um, mm. which was really fun. It's like three minutes long. You can find it on YouTube. Yeah, it's pretty rad. You watched I, it? I, I, I went and watched it like right away. Yeah. yeah. After I listened to y'all's episode. It's funny. Silent film, 1897, I think is when it oh, came oh. out. Yeah. Um, and then the film was like lost for years and years. It was refound in 1988. And... Uh, now, well, now you were born and a beam of light came exactly. From your mm. I lo- that's a callback <laughs> to their episode. I'm a real fan, guys. I'm a real oh, fan. Yeah, okay. yeah, I appreciate that, <laughs> dude. Oh, a bunch of listeners. So, okay, a little bit of context for our listeners that don't know. I I went to high school with you guys, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and that's it. <laughs> that was all I, I realized I started going somewhere, and then I didn't know where I mean, it was you could going. Say we were like friends even we're, yeah we didn't just go friends. to high school no I, that's true that's true <laughs> yeah. I a little no bit that's island. true no but uh, both of you guys are actually very influential in terms of like uh, we've we've never talked about this because we haven't no. talked in like 10 years but like both of both of you are very influential in terms of like the types of entertainment that i have since now mm. like as an adult found myself like uh, that are like kind of part of my identity mm. like the Whoa. the movies and the music and, and, and like yeah and like wheel of time kelly you're the one that introduced me to wheel of time back um, in the past or recently <laughs> no recently recently okay yeah, okay yeah, i yeah. was like did i make you do this in high school because everybody was just mean about it to me in high school oh. <laughs> this is a weird question if i can interject here uh i was visiting i went up to Arkansas with Kylan one time, and we went over to someone's house and watched "I Love You, Man." That wasn't you, Chelsea, was it? That was probably uh, Chelsea. It was probably <laughs> me. That's one of my favorite movies. So that sounds right. Because be I'm true. like, I'm like, you seem a little familiar, and yeah, that, that maybe uh, may have happened. I have blocked out most of when I was a child, so I don't know. TBU, that was like 2009, right? This yeah. was late 2009. Yeah, so it's been like October, November. I mean, that's definitely a movie that I make people watch pretty often. That's so funny. Okay, so maybe we've met. It probably is. I don't know who else it would have been. Because Chelsea was like my like movie watching buddy. Okay, then it probably was you. Because I remember that that about you. It was was like, I'll just watch movies together. Yeah. So I I probably went over to your house and watched I Love You, Man. (laughs) Well, it's good to see you again. (laughs) Yeah, same. Kylan, I tell people a story about you, and I don't know how true it is. Okay. I, I, I do it for a bit, uh, but I want to share it with you. Please. So we were friends in high school, but I always felt like I, I transferred into the high school. I was always sort of like a little bit separate, I felt, from the group. Mm-hmm. But Kylan, I think it maybe was after I graduated, we were like exploring being friends properly. And we went to go see the new X-Files movie. Do you remember this? Yes. And I, I feel I like we movie. never hung out again. And I tell, <laughs> oh, and I no. think that that's because I like moved away and like went to like for school or whatever. Yeah. But I tell people that the the new X Files movie was so bad that it ruined a friendship for me. That is so funny. <laughs> Amazing. That is so funny. It might be a little true because <laughs> I had never watched the X Files, and then a few years after that, I went back and like watched all of the oh, X Files. Nice. And then I got to that movie again, and I was like, nope. Nope, nope. 
<laughs> and then I, I moved and I ruined all of my friendships after watching it again. So yeah, it does that. It changes That's people's so lives. Funny. <laughs> That's so good. That's TJ, great. what are you doing later? You want to watch the X-Files movie? No, I care about our no. friendship. <laughs> you can watch the first one. It's yeah, that second one, one that ruins. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Noted. That's so funny. I love that. That's great. I have a question from, from y'all's perspective as people who knew Kylan in high school and you know that like he does music and stuff. Have you listened to anything that he's done since then or do you just imagine like pop punk, truth about movie stars? Kylan Take a drink, CJ and listeners. Yep. We've brought up truth about movie stars. <laughs> oh, this is for that, research is and for science. Uh, it's, part I, of our, it's part of our drinking game anytime we bring up the truth about movie stars. Okay, well, I'm going to talk about that because <laughs> I did. Good. I went back to Arkansas um, to move stuff out of a storage unit, uh, and I found my CD, and I played it in the car when I was driving around. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like. Oh, my God. I was like, I can't believe I still have this. I have like four CDs and that was one of them. So uh, you have saved my CD collection for this long. Uh, And I did not throw it out after that. I still have it. It's probably in my car. Um, And I did listen to your new song. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's good. I appreciate that because I have this, I have this like chip on my shoulder. I've talked to these guys about it, about like how truth about movie stars was such a part of my identity in high school that there are still people to this day that will randomly message me that I have not talked to since then. They were like, Hey, are you still doing music? I still have my truth about movie star CD in my car. And I listen to it all the time. I'm like, Oh my God, I've written such better music since I was fucking 15. Like I need you to just throw that out, burn it. And just like, listen to my new stuff. Have you heard of streaming? But but these people like in their mind, that's still just like great music. What you doing? I don't get it. I did really like it and listened to it a few years ago when I like got a new computer and was transferring my music over. Like I have you digitized on my uh, laptop. Um, no, wow. I, I love the idea that that's people like people think your musical progression just stopped with high school. Like, that's as far as you got musically. Oh, it's a shame Kylan got frozen in time. Well, <laughs> yeah, things really went downhill after that amazing first. After that X-Files movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so so typically at, at this point in our podcast, we usually ask our guests. So, so you know, we typically talk about like Christian music from the 90s and 2000s. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your experience with that? Um, you know, whether going to youth group, did you have to listen to this music growing up? That kind of thing. I'm just, uh, I, I want to get y'all's perspective on where we're coming from. I I'll go first. Um, So I, we went to the same, same church at some point, right? We did like soul group and stuff. Like we, yeah, yeah, yeah. There were times in that, I think that there were like, and I'm trying, like I have things getting crossed because I went to a church prior to that where I went to a lot of retreats and a lot of church camps and there were a lot of bands at all of them and that and i would always like buy the cds whenever i went and i'm trying to remember there was like a band called mainstay i think and it doesn't matter uh, if you haven't kept any of those cds no i just the way you kept just truth CDs about movies <laughs> god i'm gonna um, get drunk by the end of this episode <laughs> uh but the other bands i like i've seen i think i saw stellar cart live nice. once Barlow that was Girl? josh's first first thing? show right it was yeah Man, you two have so much in common. You guys I have know. a little history. 
Yeah, I, so I just, I remember, and I can't remember specifics. I remember having CDs and listening to music, but I cannot remember specifics. I tried to dig, dig deep today to think about a lot of things and I could not, I remember going to shows. I went to a lot of shows when I was younger and I, some of them were, were Christian bands, but that's, can't remember all of them uh my brain that's, has been deleting stuff to remember like corporate jargon and it's really <laughs> stupid so that's Sorry where i'm at that. in my life yeah that's, that's more than okay kelly what about you um no i i did grow up uh, i grew up baptist i ostensibly i i my parents sent us to church as like babysitting it wasn't a uh like a spiritual thing it was like get out of the house thing solid move on um, their part yeah no yeah neglect is for sure the way to go when you're yeah, raising outsourcing kids. I mean, the parental <laughs> care and love but hey as a parent now i get why my parents went to church three days a week honestly. <laughs> oh honestly. my parents didn't go we had a oh, bus yeah, they, you they just stuck went. us on the bus <laughs> and they were like get out of I'm here sure. a bus to church. <laughs> uh, genuine shout out to larry the bus driver he was the best um <laughs> and sweet. i yeah i didn't really listen to much or any Christian music. In fact, I remember when I learned that Evanescence was Christian, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so uh, upset about it. And like, now I don't care, but I had a real chip on my shoulder about it when right. I was a kid. Um, in fact, I like, I do listen to church jams now. I, the only band y'all have done that I could name a song from, Sixpence None the Richer. Like, I yeah. don't know any wow, of the other bands. Wow. Not That's one cool. of them. <laughs> I love that Sixpence oh, yeah. is the one. The Sixpence, that was a wild episode. And I still, only, I only know the one song. Right, yeah. Well, that was, yeah. that was our sort of conclusion after listening to that record. I think <laughs> you're mm -hmm. good after that. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need. You've done it. Yeah. Um, cool. So I lost my train of thought. Help me out, TJ. What do I? What do we do next? What do I do now? Research <laughs> now. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's we, Josh's we turn. Get the beautiful yes. producer. Okay. So we are covering the band is Evanescence. Oh, excuse their me. Their album. <laughs> <laughs> I've been. That's been in my back pocket all day. Uh, is that the favorite album by Tobias Funke? Tobias Funke, Evanescence. Uh, their album Fallen from 2003. So we like to turn it over to our beautiful producer Josh to give us a little context. He did some research on Evanescence. Uh, let's I hear it. What you did. got? All right, guys. Uh, I'll start off the bat. I'm just going to say there's a lot of research because I just I was just like engulfed when I was doing the research of how <laughs> big this record was. And so I will use my time. I didn't listen to this record at all. We always talk about that later. So I will use any time that I normally talk about that to like just put it in the research because there's a lot here. If you don't mind indulging so me for excited. a little bit. Let's yeah. Let's, okay. Let's question learn. to start off. If any of you know what band, what tooth and nail band is connected to Evanescence? If anyone knows. Um, now I can't think of a single tooth and nail band. <laughs> okay, and this is tooth and nail, like Solid State, BEC, the whole tooth and nail family. Demon Hunter. Not just explicitly. Know. 12 Stones. That's not a bad guess. Like, Are they tooth was ever on the label? No, they're not. Okay, well, fuck me. I don't know. We will talk about them, though. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, I will reveal it in a moment. 
So, Evanescence is... You're so dramatic. You're so dramatic, Josh. Gotta keep people on edge, you know? I love a teaser trailer! Research. Everyone's on edge with this research that I'm handing out. (laughs) Okay, Evanescence is from Little Rock, Arkansas, which is a clue to my question, if you know. According to Wikipedia, Ben Moody, the guitarist, saw Amy Lee perform Meatloaf's I Would Do Anything for Love at a Christian summer camp. And then they started performing together after that. That's that's according to Wikipedia. But they started in 1995, and I guess they're still going, but their first release wasn't until 1998. The members are Amy Lee, who does vocals and pianos, uh, piano and keys. Uh, ben Moody does guitars from 1995 to 2003. Uh, I think this is his only full-length, only full-length release with Evanescence. And then they had David Hodges doing keyboards and programming at this time. And then for this record, they had like studio, studio musicians for bass and drums. And then after that, they got like permanent members. Which the band is like mostly Amy, though, right? Yeah, I think like so. They're point? pretty full band. I think it's like a real Paramore situation where everyone's like, right. "Oh, the band's just you," and Amy's like, "No, it's all of us." Like how Haley's mm-hmm. always doing with Paramore. So right. which I respect, you know. <laughs> So the answer to my question is this guy had been involved with some of Evanescence's earlier stuff. And then after this record came out, he joined the band full time. He was a touring musician for this record cycle and then joined full time for the next couple of records. But it is Rocky Gray. He played drums for Evanescence. He is the guitarist for Living Sacrifice. Oh, wow. So, yeah, pretty crazy. But he was playing guitar in Living Sacrifice and then drums in Evanescence. But he's not on this record, although he does have a credit we'll talk about later. This album was released March 4th, 2003. We'll talk about everything later. We'll talk about everything. Uh, I tell you, there's a lot. It's really cool. It's very interesting. I was not expecting to get... Did you find the liner notes? Like, what, like, what are okay. we doing? No, guys, you don't Josh understand is, Josh. Yeah, you don't... Like, no one can conceive... One, Josh probably the... has every album in existence in, like, physical media, and he uh, reads all the liner notes, and he keeps track of everything, and he is, like... For moments like he this. He's, like, a superhuman... <laughs> Yeah. In terms of this, like very specific, y'all thing. know, y'all know, in Indiana Jones, the Ark of the Covenant, where they roll it into like that warehouse to store it. That's Josh's closet. Yeah. Okay. It works both ways. Yes. Thank you. I, that's those are all big compliments for me. So thank yep. you. Uh, this record was released March fourth, two thousand three. So at the time of recording, it's nineteen years old, but it's turning twenty next March. Which is Whoa. cool. It was released on Wind Up Records, which had Creed and <laughs> Drowning Pool, Seether, Twelve Stones, Kylan, and Finger Eleven. So oh wow! Very much a certain sound of this. Label. Very much a certain sound. <laughs> very much like, uh, very much that like early two thousands like could be on the Underworld soundtrack. Yeah. Like <laughs> yes. kind of like pseudo goth alt rock. Oh, yeah. Well, and that plays into their producer was Dave Fortman, who produced 12 Stones, Mudvayne, Godsmack. He also produced Simple Plan's 2008 self-titled record and Slipknot's 2008 All Hope is Gone record. So he's got a specific vibe, too. He has a specific vibe, too. Yes, they're all playing... In their uh, playing to their strengths here on this record. So it's we're going to get bop. to the charts and the performance. <laughs> oh, and then I was going to say this is their uh, second record. It was their first like on a major label. Their first one like isn't on streaming. And I think it was only like uh, so many copies were went around. So like you can't find it. Probably just sold it or anything camp. like that. Yeah, probably. So I think so it's a maybe pretty Chelsea rare collector. It <laughs> it's one of her four CDs. It's the other CD in her car. <laughs> 
So this record debuted on the Billboard 200 at number three. Holy shit, it debuted at what? number three? Debuted at number three. Okay, here's the thing, though. This record, as of now, is platinum seven times over, which is, means it sold seven million units. Okay. It was first certified platinum. Sorry, can I go? No, 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 no. No, you keep talking. I'm just okay. like processing information. It was <laughs> first certified platinum of 1 million units sold April 21st, 2003. So a oh month and a half after it released, <laughs> it's a million records sold platinum. And then it hit double platinum like two months later. And then... Okay, like, here's, like, here's, like, here's the thing. Can anybody name a song from this record that's not the Wake Me Up song? Yes. Okay, My Immortal. Mind. And oh, then I shit. and then oh, I can sing right. all of the others, but I'm very bad at names. <laughs> okay. Oh, cool. All yes. right. Continue. Well, that brings me to my other point of "Bring Me to Life." The single Bring is me to life. platinum mm-hmm. times three, and then Ooh. "My Immortal" is also platinum. So oh. this record is huge. Okay, this is what I found crazy: is that this is all on Wikipedia. This is my disclaimer, but on this record, it has an I believe an updated list on Wikipedia of the list of the best-selling albums of the 21st century. To which this record is number six. What? <laughs> no. Yes. It's what it says. And it seems pretty updated. I don't know if anyone takes any guesses take any guesses or yeah, what else just, is like, on the list. Through. I don't know. Do you know what's okay, like the what number, number one, one best selling record of the twenty first century? Of the twenty first century. In America? Or I think good just uh, I think we're going it's probably it's probably America because we're probably going off Nielsen sound scans, which I think okay, is like okay. an American thing. So Coldplay's gotta be up there, right? I would say oh, Coldplay, Coldplay is okay. they are number seven though. But number oh, seven. Wow. which Evanescence Coldplay? Is it is it Viva X La Vida or X Y yeah? It's a rush Need, of blood to the head. Rush okay. of blood to the head. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Back uh, when physical mediums were more. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, when, this is, it's, it's kind of has, to, you have to think like maybe 2015 and earlier because right. this is off album sales. Is U2 on there? No, they're not. Uh, is Britney Spears on there? No, Ooh. actually not. Oh. There's someone. I'm trying to think like the what Beatles did everybody won? have like Sublime? No, 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 no. So albums, sorry. To, it's albums released within released. the 21st century oh, yeah. that are the best selling. So these these are all albums that have come out this century. Okay. So no. I have no idea. I have no, uh, Gavin Ra- DeGraw. Our first first person. She has two records on this list. Christina Aguilera. No. Celine Pink. Dion. Oh damn. Oh. Maybe Pink. she'll yeah. find someone like you on this list. Oh. Adele. 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 Adele's I know her. 21 has you sold. Know her? 31 million. Get you on the podcast. Connection. <laughs> Adele's 21 has sold 31 million records. Damn, good for her. Yeah. And then we have Linkin Park, Hybrid Theory, <laughs> Eminem, what? the Eminem Show. Nora Jones, Come Away With Me is No, they four. just picked... No, no, this list <laughs> There's 20... Right. It says 27 million. This is what I found on Wikipedia. I mean, the Adele stuff makes sense. And no, then this is like just some someone's like Zango playlist. Like, this is like... <laughs> He's like, my favorite songs, my top eight. <laughs> Someone just made it. it. They made it the day before. I go to look it up. It's been taken down. It's like totally, totally incorrect. We'll have to edit it out. Yeah, Wikipedia graffiti. They made a fool out of you, Josh. They did. That's what I found so fascinating because it said number six of the best-selling albums of the 21st century, which is wild to me. And but that's but seven times platinum, I guess. Like, I yeah, guess that tracks. Yeah, yeah. It's just funny that I didn't like. There's no Taylor Swift up there or anything like that. But that's mm. because everyone's streaming these days. Right. So, right. 
So but anyways. Taylor Swift Wait, still but sells albums, and, though. She does, but maybe not seven she, No, but she platinum. does. That's, like, the whole thing, because, like, her dad bought, like, 15 million copies of her first record or whatever. <laughs> what? That was, like, the what? whole thing. Like, her dad bought, like, millions of copies of her first record to, like, make her go Just platinum. Just to drive her up the charts? Yeah. Because oh. he was, like, in construction in Tennessee mm-hmm. and had, like, shit tons of money. Systems yeah, radio. Yeah, I mean, do that with books all the time, too. I don't know whether to be, like, really in awe of the love that he had for her or just pissed. You can That's be a money move. Yeah, they can both, both exist in, in, your, yep. in your brain. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> this album won the Grammy in 2004, or Evanescence won the Grammy in 2004 for Best New Artist. They also won Best Rock Artist, and they won Best Hard Rock Performance for Bring Me to Life. They were nominated for Best Rock Album, but it lost to the Foo Fighters, one by one album. How many times Platinum has that gone, though? <sighs> Not as many as this, I bet. Mm, that's Dave, what I'm saying. Dave Grohl is <laughs> so mad still. <laughs> um, he loses sleep over it. Every I'm night. sure he does. Yes. Uh, nominated for best rock song of 2004, but it lost to Seven Nation Army. Mm-hmm. And then album of the year, it lost to Outcast Speaker Box. The Love Below. Okay. That that's fair. Yep. Yeah. So normally we talk about Spotify stats, but obviously it's huge. We're in like 685 million for Bring Me to Life. So this is a huge record. One thing that I did find interesting for songwriting credits, all of it is attributed to like Amy, Ben, and David, with some exceptions of like just two people wrote one song or whatever. What I found interesting was the song Tourniquet on this record is a cover of a band called Soul Embraced, who has a song called My Tourniquet which is the side project of Rocky Gray and Lance Garvin from Living Sacrifice. So uh, the band that, like, for songs that didn't work for Living Sacrifice, they would just make soul-embraced songs, and <laughs> Evanescence covered And then when it didn't work for, for that because no one's heard of that, he was <laughs> yes, like, hey, then you, can you can take these one. songs. That's yeah. a smart move, it man. That's yeah, because they're move. getting all those royalties. Yeah, he's so. probably bought a house by now next so album that, has. like i produce it's not mine i'll be like hey you should check out this song <laughs> secretly i already have it published and get worth that's so smart yeah i love it i'm gonna have to find the soul embrace version to see how it stacks up oh we'll but, listen to it yep uh, and then the last thing i have is that on spotify there is the my immortal band version included but it was not included on the original record so we won't be discussing it as part of the original record but it is open we so we won't be officially cover it, officially covering it, but it is a candidate for alternate track lists. Oh, okay, so I like that. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. Kind of like what we did in the Larry Norman episode. So right. Thank you for listening to all that great research that I enjoyed doing. Not the research was great. I thought it was right. just very interesting how big this. Thank you so was. much, Josh. All right. Thank you. Bye. 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 See you guys <laughs> next week. <laughs> Awesome. That's wild. This album is so big. I don't yeah. really know anything about it. So I want to ask you, Chelsea and Kelly, like, why did y'all pick this? So so for people that don't know, like, usually when we book guests, uh, we kind of leave it open-ended and we ask, you know, what are some records that you might want to cover? And then we kind of usually cross-reference between what we have covered or what we're planning on covering. But you guys originally came to us with Madi's Yahoo!, which is wild. And and I'm still excited to do that one day. And then you change your minds and said Evanescence. And we were equally as excited about that. But I'm curious why this record? 
because no one else has asked for anything along the lines of what y'all have asked for so i'm just like i'm very curious and i'm away here for it so that's uh nobody asking for evanescence is why i was so surprised that this album was so huge because i remember loving this album in 2003 and people like being derisive about it and i was like no it's good (laughs) people uh did not accept that so i don't know when i was thinking about church jams now i was like oh i didn't listen to many church jams but i do remember being mad about somebody (laughs) being christian so so i'll do that because i loved that album do you want to talk about modest yahoo chelsea yeah, I was gonna say we were gonna do Modest Yahoo because we he was actually in one of the horror movies we had just yeah. watched. Amazing. <laughs> what movie? Wow. Tie everything back to horror. Uh the possession. Mm. Um which is which good. starring Jeffrey Dean and Moore. You should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he did really well in it. And then we had talked we didn't I don't know if we talked much in the podcast about him, but I was like, Oh, let's do him because he does he does rap and he, he sings. <laughs> And I only knew one song, though, because I worked at Forever 21 and it would come on the Forever 21 mix. And I was like, I don't know if I can talk very much about it. I don't have very much background. I don't know enough. And then Kelly was like, what about Evanescence? I was like, I do know enough there to have a feeling. I guarantee you. If y'all want to come back, Maddie's Yahoo will still be It'll open. Still be open. <laughs> no one's going to take it. It'll be fine. It's still okay. going to be open. It's still there. So we've got to learn the music, though. And then in like five years, we'll be like, okay, I've forgotten it. So right. Can we yeah, we'll back back to it. And yeah. bet on its boppiness. That's Perfect. so great. Right. Kelly, I am curious, like, what drew you to this record? Like, how did you first hear it? Or what were you, were you like, real into, yeah. like, because they have a whole look and aesthetic. Like, were, were you into mm-hmm. that as well? Like, what was, yeah. like, that process of you getting into it? Yeah, that was sort of me. I was definitely pseudo-goth in high school <laughs> and uh, was just sad. I was sad and am sad, not to do the Mitch Hedberg <laughs> bit. <laughs> it was true then and is true now. Um, and so, like, yeah, that really spoke to me uh, more than that. I wish that I could remember how I listened to this album the first time. I just, the way I remember it is, like, like appeared out of the universe as like an axiom like it was a platonic (laughs) solid and just one day was here in my life and it will be forever i think that's what happens to every cd that anyone ever bought at a walden books or a borders i think i bought this as a sam goody (laughs) yes there you go (laughs) there you go yeah It's like everything else about its existence has faded into obscurity. So it's just there in your memory as a solidified thing. Uh, But part of what um, really stood out to me about this one is like I was listening to um, like a lot of, I don't know, Nirvana and Deftones and Tool and A Perfect Circle at this time. And it was a game changer to me to find a female vocalist with Mm. really heavy music still. And that was like especially because i was like in choir and i wanted to be a singer at the time so i was like very obsessed with that idea i think that my music taste really branched out from this it because i was like suddenly seeking out female vocalists right that's so cool yeah that makes very cool what about you chelsea um so i remember when i was younger and i used to record 
uh, I didn't have a good way to get music very often, so I would stay up very, very late at night and watch MTV and then record stuff on VHSs. Mm -hmm. And I remember recording an Evanescence video from, I think it was like All Things Rock was like the 2 a.m. rock show on MTV. And I remember recording it on a VHS to have it. I love that. That Doesn't was my so old. I feel like there are like certain moments in my life where I'm like, God damn it, I'm old. And I'm not that old, but it just feel like the world has changed so much. So much. <laughs> it's stories like that that I'm like, kids these days got so easy, man. We just stay up and record into a just VHS rip it off so we can YouTube. see it. Yeah. yeah. They don't even have to like figure out who the artist was or whatever. They just pull out the little Shazam and suddenly right. they have all of the information at their fingertips. Yep. That's their little rectangle a couple times. All yeah. of a sudden they've got infinite discography. That's wild. TJ, I want to know what is your contact? Like what what is your relationship to Evanescence? Fear, mostly. Oh. Fear. <laughs> yes. Why? Why? Where's the so, fear coming from? Let's unpack that. So we kind of talked about this in the Pillar episode. But remember how I talked about bro rock being like really scary for me? Right, yeah. Evanescence I also associated with like scary dark people. (laughs) Keep in mind, I was like little cute Christian kid. I was like terrified of like anything edgy. Like Reliant K was as edgy as it got for me for a while. So that's the context we're working with here. Evanescence was terrifying for me. The chokers scared me. I thought somebody might like accidentally die choke on it yeah because it's called the choker it was just like very violent well that's why Um, she's shouting bring me to life it's yeah you got it totally so it was all just a lot for me i was really uh impressed by everything they did but intimidated so i just i were you like curious or fascinated at all was it like a like a forbidden secret or were you just like i'm scared (laughs) Mostly just scared and disinterested because it was, I liked color and I liked happy Mm. things. So it was like black and dark and I was like, no, no, I'm I'm, I'm good. It's cool. Do your thing over there. Be be your goth selves. I was like the opposite because I was like, they can't really be Christian. They probably just are like Christian, but like. There's probably witchcraft but involved. But they're not. Yeah. <laughs> but I get it. Sorry, I get that's it. all I got. That's fine. <laughs> that's that's totally cool. Josh, what about you? What do you know about Avanissance? My first memories of Avanissance <laughs> take me back to the days of 2003. No, uh, like I said before, I like I guess I just knew I heard like Bring Me to Life, and I kind of knew about it, but it wasn't anything that I ever like listened to, and I didn't know anyone that was listening to this record. So this was a record that I just knew from general popularity, but I have no real personal exposure or anything to it. I'm trying to think because, like, looking back at all the pictures of it, like, brought up so many memories of just, like, that time because that just seemed like a very popular, like, look to have for, like, your band, like, within a certain genre. So, but I'm trying to think if there was any other bands that I was, like, into that were doing all that but i can't i'm not able to think of any so it wasn't like i went out of my way to like get this record or avoid this record it just like wasn't in my sphere and no well, one it was one of those no things that was just was like so big it. it wasn't like you had to either actively avoid it or it was like in that weird kind of sweet spot that i feel like a lot of records around this time kind of were and like big songs and stuff maybe it's just because of like the age we are and we didn't have as much like autonomy over the music we listened to but we just like go places and music would be playing mm-hmm. but like 
yeah, I feel that same way. I didn't actively seek this out, but I didn't actively avoid it. It was just so around. I didn't yeah. think to like dig into it. <laughs> Wait, so I, I have a question. Did, have any of you listened to the album all the way through? Not yet. We're going to do that. No, We're going to do that after okay, this okay. episode. So it'll be for next week for the first time. Cause, cause, yeah, that's usually a question we ask too. Is like, when was the last time you listened to this record uh, all the way through? For me, it was last summer on a road trip. Um, just because nice. I don't know, it was like a funny thing to put on. Hell yeah! Everybody, everybody Love laughed it. and had a good time. That's what road trips are for. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah, it was just fun. Okay, so usually. Uh, well, Chelsea didn't answer. Chelsea. Yeah, oh, that's Chelsea. right. Oh, sorry. That's all right. I'm so sorry. I'm such an <laughs> mine asshole. Mine was early. Well, <laughs> my, mine was like mid-teens, so it's been a very, very long time. I've listened to the mm-hmm. songs more recently, but all the way through, probably. So I'm curious as to how Kelly versus Chelsea will re-experience this album, considering you've had a little more familiarity with it recently, Kelly. Yeah. I'm actually stretch. worried that like if I engage my critical brain, I'm gonna suddenly not like the album. <laughs> Dude, that's the whole thing with this podcast. Yeah. That's like literally the whole point is is embracing that fear. Well, and I feel like you can choose what level you also want <laughs> yeah. to like. Yeah, no, at the first sign of like, "Mm, that wasn't great. I'm like smoothing it all out. I'm smoothing every (laughs) wrinkle in my brain and no longer thinking any thoughts. (laughs) Okay, so before we get to our flopper bot predictions, I have a game that I want everyone to play. Yes. Uh, We like to play games here when uh, when we have guests or I do. I don't know if anyone else does. (laughs) We have repeatedly said we love. Okay. Okay. I just, you know, I have a little bit of insecurity about it. I do. We're here for that. And actually all of my games, I come up with a pun or a portmanteau. This is I see what you did there. And And then I build a game. So this one is called Evanescence Rachel Wood. Okay. So I'm going to ask okay. you guys some questions. Um, I'm going to say a, a, a series of words. And I need everyone here to guess whether uh, it is the title of a song recorded by Evanescence or a title of a movie in which Evan Rachel Wood acted in. Okay. Okay. Uh, this seemed actually particularly perfect when I started looking through Evan Rachel Wood's IMDb. Is th- she has been in a lot of movies that have titles that sound like they could be Evanescence, songs. <laughs> Very, like hyperbolic. Because I originally tried like emotive. Chris Evans, like Chris Evans Essence. Mm-hmm. I tried like a couple different things, but That's Evan great. Rachel Wood was perfect for this. Okay, and there are no stakes to this; it does not matter. Uh, but basically, I'll, I'll ask, and then everyone will give me their answer. I'll write down what your answer is, and I'll tell you who's right and who's wrong. So here we go. Question one. The Life Before Her Eyes. Is this an Evan Rachel Wood movie or is it an Evanescence song? Movie. Yeah, I'm going right, movie. Josh says movie. I'm going to go song. Yeah, okay. I'm going to say song. All right. Josh and Kelly are right. It is an Ooh, Evan Rachel yeah. Wood movie. <laughs> when did it come out? I didn't you look know, that up. Dates. I did look that up when I first did the game, but apparently I did not find it important enough to write down. <laughs> Fair enough. See, the, the trick ask. with that one was if it had been an Evanescent song, it would have been the death behind her eyes. Ah, no. <laughs> like you gotta. <laughs> yeah, you're helping me thinking strategize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Throwing out tips. <laughs> yep, appreciate you. Uh, question number two Your Star. See, by Kelly's logic, that's a movie. That feels like movie. Okay. I'm gonna go song. I'm song. Okay. 
song. <laughs> I'm distressed about it. <laughs> I'm thinking them all wrong. Yeah, I'm like, I'm weird. Uh, I'm okay, right? <laughs> I've never the been more excited never about been higher. Like, okay, Josh and Chelsea were right on that one. It oh, is I an Evanescence song. <laughs> Okay, my strategy. I'm a secret Evanescence fan. I know all their song titles. <laughs> Josh is a super fan <laughs> of both Evan Rachel Wood and <laughs> and Evanescence. Uh, okay, here we go. Question three: Lost in Paradise. Movie. That's got to be movie. Okay, two for movie. Chelsea, TJ, what you got? Feels like both. This is a really good question. I know. I know. Like, that's what I'm saying. There should have been like there the perfect been, for this. You should have had a or all of the above answer for these. That would have been that's good. True. <laughs> that's true. All right. Let's do or all of the above for the rest of them. Oh, well, you can't. No, well, just, we know yeah. that. You can't build it in after the fact. I'm going to say movie. Say movie. Wait, I forgot what I said. I forgot what everyone said. You think too. you said movie? Okay. Yeah, only movie. Movie. Chelsea, Chelsea, what do you got? You're going to join in the movie train. I'm going to say song. Chelsea, you're the only one right. That's an oh, Evanescence song. Oh. <laughs> Nicely done. All right. Yeah. Man, I'm stinking up this game. Chelsea and Josh are tied for first place right now. Here we go. Next question. Little Secrets. Movie. Okay. Song. I know these ended up song. being way tougher than I anticipated. They're like just vague enough that it could be I know. either one. Uh-huh. That's it. I'm saying song. All right. You said movie, Chelsea? Chelsea said right. Josh said song. Kelly oh, and TJ, no. what do we got? Join me, TJ. I'm going to go song. Join me. Go movie. All right. Chelsea and TJ got it right. It is a movie. Yeah. Chelsea, you're crushing. Finally got a point. I know. <laughs> I know. TJ, TJ's coming in now. I'm on the board. And Chelsea's in the lead right now. Here we go. Next Ew. question. Death in small doses. Oh, oh song. <laughs> Okay, Josh says song. I hope it's a movie about like a Black Widow serial killer. <laughs> I'm going movie. I'm going, going movie. movie. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go movie. Okay. Wait, Josh said song? Mm-hmm. I said song. I'm going to say song. Okay. Uh, Chelsea and Kelly are right. Dang. It is an Evan Rachel Wood movie. <laughs> you should yeah. just guess whatever I, the opposite right? of what I guessed, TJ. <laughs> All right, here we go. And last, last question of the game. If Chelsea gets this, then... She's Give winning the game. High five. Yeah. <laughs> but She's the new I think, host I think, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I basically what happens is if you win, Chelsea, I quit the podcast and you take my place. Okay, perfect. So, That's how this works. Uh, across the universe. Oh, movie. 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 Beatles song. Oh, movie. <laughs> Trick question, guys. It's both. Ah, ah there is a both. <laughs> I was so excited when I looked on Spotify. And December of 2021, uh, Evanescence recorded a cover of Across no the Universe. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yes. It's their first single if you look on their Spotify page. <laughs> so and excited. I was so excited that that existed just because I was already working on this game. And I was like, okay, all these titles are vague enough. There's There might be so some crossover at some point. Above. I the whole did. Time. I did. Um, so th- that was the game. I don't remember how many points everyone got. I'm pretty sure Chelsea won. I think Chelsea wins. Chelsea wins. So congrats. Yay. Thank you so much. That means you get to go first telling us your flop or bot prediction is Fallen by Evanescence going to be a flop or a bot. But before we get to that, I want to know for both of y'all, 
what is your definition of a flop or a bop? Because everyone's criteria is a little bit different. So what makes an album a flop? What makes it a bop? Um, I, um, Kylan, I know you're the vibes guy. Me too. Uh, mine is all vibes based. Like, I don't know. Okay, so I know good vocals. I can usually tell if a vocalist had like choral training but I don't know, like y'all talk about time measures and I'm like, man, <laughs> the sight singing portion of every choral audition I've ever done was my least favorite part. Like, I don't know, mm. I can do four, four and that's it. Right. <laughs> um, so I don't, I can't speak to any of that. Um, so mine is, yeah, mine is mostly like, is it catchy? Do I want to revisit it? Cool. Solid yeah, that's idea. a pretty good metric. Chelsea, like what about it. you? Mine was going to be revisited as well. Just that okay. after this, if I want to keep listening to it, after this week, I think that that's what I would consider a bop. Cool. All right. Nice. Uh, yeah, those are perfect criteria for a flop or a bop. So, Chelsea, is Fallen by Evanescence going to be a flop or a bop for you? What do you think? I'm going to say a hard bop. Hard bop. All right. Oh, mm -hmm. Coming in confidence. I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling good about it. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, how many? 31 million people can't be wrong. How many was there? <laughs> that's true. Seven million. Uh, too yeah. many. Oh, seven numbers too are many. on. Oh, my bad. <laughs> too many. Kelly, what do you think? You think it's going to be a bop too? Yeah, I'm also going hard bop. Okay. I, I've got to speak my truth. All right. <laughs> Two you. hard bops. I love it. I love it. TJ, please tell me what do you think. Uh, I'm oh so curious. Wait, and are you still scared? <laughs> yeah. I am. So, you guys, I am so scared, and I think I'm going to be fallen into a fearful flop. Oh, oh no! <laughs> but how about that alliteration, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. No, good good I'm pretty yeah. proud of that. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Josh, do you want me to go next, or do you want to go next? I don't know. I, I feel you like can, if I get, no, I'm gonna go next because okay. if I go last, <laughs> I end up doing a whole thing, and it ends up being incredibly dramatic. It's fun watching Kyla decide when he's gonna go because <laughs> I process it all in real time. So like, I don't know until I'm forced to talk about it. So Josh, I have one question for you before I say, how many songs are on this record? I think it's eleven. Eleven songs. Do you know how long the That's album like is? That's like standard length. I'm gonna guess between. I'm going to guess 40, 42 minutes, 45 minutes, somewhere in there. <sighs> okay. Oh, that seems, that seemed bad. I'd that say pretty size. standard. <laughs> I, this this is, is, okay, for context, this is pretty standard record length. Like, I don't think that's pretty. But this I'm going to look it up like right now. A big decision maker for uh, Kylan. Yeah. <laughs> Kylan's like, again, if if Kylan's like, oh, it's like a regular record's length, that's way too long. Okay, with <laughs> the band version that we're not covering it's 48 minutes on spotify so take out three four, minutes take out three four <laughs> minutes you're probably looking at 45 44 minutes 44 minutes <laughs> i think 45 minutes is ideal record length ideal who has I think time 45 for minutes is exactly like that's what you want to aim for what else and am i doing i love a 45 minute record i have so many other things to do I'm putting it on repeat anyway. It okay. doesn't okay. matter the length okay. of the album. Um, there okay, you, go. you know I what? Like that, yeah, fuck it. It's going to be a bop. I want to yeah. say we just covered uh, a Not record. a hard bop. It's going to be a soft bop. Okay, soft that's bop. fair. That's fair. <laughs> I want to also just out Kylan a little bit. We covered a uh, record in our Patreon that Kylan picked that's one of his favorite <laughs> records of all time. This record was freaking 53 minutes long. <laughs> that like, record's so good, though. I yes. mean, Orange Rhyming Dictionary by Jets to Brazil is a stone-cold bop, even though you guys both but disagreed. And way longer. There's than. a lot of contention about it. 
But okay, but I can listen to 53 minutes of like mid 90s second wave emo more than I can listen to 48 minutes of early 2000s post grunge like produced by Mudvayne and Godsmack producer Dave <laughs> <Yeah>. Fortman. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's a it, it you know, time is all made up too. It's all elastic and uh yeah, it's going to be a bop. <laughs> Soft bop. <laughs> Soft bop. Bop. Soft bop, soft bop. What bop will it take for me to get you over the line to hard bop? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it depends on the day, the minute. That's very the true. Second. That's very true. I actually abstained from our what last Thailand from eight? our last record. Yeah, because we're all people, and we all, you know, our experiences are consistently changing, and our opinions, rightfully so, should be consistently changing. And That's based on our on. Our everyday experiences, everything from yes, what we ate, what happened that day, whether our daughter affect... stuffed sour cream up her nose. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, I, well, I had to stick sour cream up my nose yesterday because I was cutting jalapenos and my nose itched, and I rubbed the inside of it, oh, and it okay. lit my entire face on fire. <laughs> and I read somewhere if you shove sour cream up your nostrils, it'll help. And God damn, it did help. And of then course, immediately my two-year-old daughter was like, "Silly daddy," and then started trying Me to shove too. sour cream up her nose. <laughs> well, that's, that's the news. It means her there. mirror neurons are in working order. So that's yes. true. A she's plus most, developmentally. Yeah. <laughs> so she's gonna listen to the album with Kylan. She is. She'll help him decide yes. that it's okay, gonna be perfect. a hard bop to answer your question. Kelly. Yes. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. I don't know. We'll see how I'm feeling, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's every episode. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm the wild card, guys. I'm the wild card. Who fucking knows? I can't wait to see what Kelly and Chelsea each think. Again, like the time variable that mm-hmm. y'all have in relation to the last listen. It's still album. semi-recent. It's better than you being like, ah, oh, 2005 when I was in right. eighth grade or something. <laughs> so it's still more recent than that. So that's good. That's true. That, All right, Josh. That bodes well for the hard bops. That's I'm true. I, I think I'm going to join TJ. I'm going to say probably a flop. So mm. I am excited because I've never heard more than, I don't even know what My Immortal is. So I think I only know Bring Me to Life. So Here, let me my do it. My Immortal. Yes. I, yeah. <laughs> so, now I've heard it. That's it. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Okay, cool. Then I know a little bit more now. So I am excited to like dig into this because I don't know anything about it, especially that Soul Embrace. I know. I mean, you thought they were called Avanissants. What do I even know? Yeah. Can't trust any of my research. I looked up that Wikipedia article about the best-selling records that's gone. So (laughs) what do I know? But do I think I'll revisit again after this record, after this episode? Probably not. So that's my Mm. flopper bop criteria. So I'll join you, TJ. And what what, fearful bop? Fearful bop? I'll be a fearless bop. Okay, guys, I'm have y'all scared. noticed that that slowly over time we have gone from like very stringent flop or bop to now we've started adding more modifiers. <laughs> yeah, nuance. No, to our bops I love and that. Flops. I want it's us like to have because, as, yes. I want a big scale of like <laughs> our system is becoming a lot more nuanced. Nothing is binary. Time. There's it's that's very a true. Spectrum. Exactly. <laughs> and you mocked my up. thumb system, Kylan. You stop doing the thumb system. What happened to Maybe the Maybe I'll bring system? it back. Please bring it back. I'll bring it back for this episode. All right. Perfect. Bring back the TJ's patented thumb system that I don't understand. Nobody understands. <laughs> Nobody understands. Um, all right. I think we have about done it for part A. 
so we're going to take a break for the listeners it will be a very short time for us it'll be a week and when we come back we will pull Stephen Curtis Chapman and dive right into 2003's what is, what's the album called? Fallen Fallen <laughs> That I definitely oh, am gonna buy. I feel like I twisted all of your arms <laughs> to do this album. No, I'm so excited. I'm so excited because I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about it. That's the yeah. whole deal. Yeah. And I'd much rather be a record that y'all are into than you picking a record that we're like, yeah, let's talk about it. And you're like, eh. Uh, like, it's way yeah. more fun if y'all are into the yeah. record. Yes. Yay. Ladies and gentlemen of the congregation, will you please join me? Rise to your feet. Turn your hymnals to page 666, or alternatively, page 89. We will sing together the hymn of the Monster Mash. Welcome to Pop Culture Connection, the segment on the show where I, Kylan Savage, with my broken brain, try to connect uh, the band or artist that we're talking about with someone or something else from pop culture pulled completely at random. This week, of course, we have Evanescence, and the card I pulled was Pretty Woman. Nice. Yeah, so I did these all beforehand, like I said, but I didn't look this up because that's just looking stuff up on the internet. Um, So let's see how many steps it took me i think 10 i feel like i could have gotten it easier but you know i was kind of frozen a little bit um okay so evanescence did a cover of across the universe which we talked about in part a Mm -hmm. Uh, the movie across the universe starred evan rachel wood who was of course in westworld with a mr james marsden who happened to be in the notebook with rachel mcadams who is in doctor strange with benedict cumberbatch who is in a myriad of marvel movies with robert downey jr who is in Zodiac, directed by David Fincher, who directed Fight Club, starring Brad Pitt, who is in Ocean's Eleven, also starring Julia Roberts, who was, of course, in Pretty Woman. Hey. So there we go. Nice. Thank you. Nice. She Very played nice. herself in that, didn't she? She did. In the... No, no, no. 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 In the second one, because in the first one, she's George Clooney's wife, Tess. And then in the oh, second that's movie, right. That's right. But they, they make realized that that yeah. she looks it's just like, like Julia Roberts thing, but they never so she say plays it. she plays Julia Roberts because Bruce Willis thinks she's Julia Roberts and that one those movies are great <laughs> <laughs> that sounds sarcastic but I know love how insane those movies are they really are all right well uh we did it you let's did move it. on great job thank you that's all I want I just <laughs> I do all of this for validation we're proud of you. We're Thank so you. proud. That's really all I need. So okay. Good job, kiddo. I'm done. You did great. That's why y'all, that's why y'all are here. Yeah. This whole podcast <laughs> is over. I got what I needed. <laughs> so, validation complete. Yeah. This checked. is never going out. This is just for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No more bits. We're not doing any more bits. Oh, are you the bit police? Uh-oh. I am the bit police. Because <laughs> you're the only one Shutting that gets to down. do them. 
I don't do bits. I've never done a bit on this show. <laughs> that, name one time. That is the bittiest bit I've ever bitted. One time that I have made, <laughs> that I've done a bit on this program. All right, guys, no more bits. No more bits. Welcome back to podcast. Ne- oh my god, what? <laughs> our Welcome back to free episode ever. What were you gonna say, Cartoon Network? I don't know. No <laughs> podcast now. I don't podcast know. now. <laughs> Uh, a church about a church about youth jams oh my god welcome back to church jams now of course we are joined again by chelsea and kelly from never show the monster how are you guys this Woo-woo. week we're going cool. all right <laughs> and initially sounded really excited and then uh, i don't know yeah. <laughs> well it's because you asked about our feelings and life is complicated but i'm excited to talk true. about yeah. this album <laughs> Yeah, yeah if true. you ask us how we felt about being here, super great. Super, that's yeah, very positive. Perfect. If you okay. ask us about how our week is, please don't. Just no. <laughs> so we won't get personal at all on the pod. No, got it. This, not at all. Mm-mm. Thank you, fellow human. <laughs> We're very professional here, personal? guys. Sorry. Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> We're keeping it strictly professional. We're not talking about feelings at all. Only no feelings, objective no truths. Bits. Got it. Yep. No bits. No feelings. This is a no feeling zone. What's left? Uh, the facts. Facts. Just the yeah. Facts. Truth. Just, Just facts. the cold hard oh. facts. Thanks, producer Josh. So we spent a week, or I don't know how much time y'all spent listening to the record, but we had a week in which to listen to it. Fallen by Evanescence. Before we kind of go track by track and do our deep dive, does anyone have any general thoughts they want to share? Without, you know, I always ask this, and then there's never anything. I can say Sometimes I, I like to throw some stuff in, but not, okay. I don't have any this time. <laughs> I can say, remember how I mentioned that I was feeling a lot of fear around this album? Yes. Yeah. That has only quadrupled. Oh, my God. Quadrupled. I'll just wow. leave that I there. Think that's I'll the just leave that there. The record. That was the that's intent a, of the record, perhaps. Perfect. It's a spooky record, y'all. It is. Okay. Uh, that's enough for general thoughts. All right. <laughs> Nobody I'm else? keeping us professional. I'm moving us right along, everybody. No Good. bits. Okay, let's do track one, Going Under. Now I will tell you what I've done for you. 50,000 tears I've cried. Screaming, deceiving, and bleeding for you. And you still won't hear me. have to say that i like really committed to a bit and wore a bunch of eyeliner for this hell like, yeah i really wish that we had done like a no bits memo ahead. <laughs> i kind of like it even more now that kylan has deemed yeah. himself the bit police no bits you feel pretty awkward which is appropriate for this album because that's how i felt all the time yeah. back in 2003 mm. for sure i kind of wish instead of the no bits i wish you had told me that you were doing that because i would do it too <laughs> that would have been a great bit if we were a bit forward podcast. Oh, too bad. Too bad it's a no bit podcast. <sighs> I know. Okay, I do. <laughs> so guys, what do we think of this song? I um, well, no, I asked a question and then I was just gonna start talking. <laughs> Someone say something. <laughs> I feel like that's what always happens on the show. Yeah, what'd you guys think of this song? I loved it. I was very excited. The minute it started, my my first note is, Oh yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. 
I love the enthusiasm. I said, you know what? This is a vibe, and I'm here for it. This song whips ass. I'm just going to say it. Whips <laughs> ass. <laughs> Very close to wipes ass. So yeah. No, <laughs> come on. It's just one degree away, so it's still cool. Yeah. Josh, what were you going to say? No, I said I was digging this one. Nice. Yeah. I was like, I had a hard time picking like my favorite, but I was like, this is definitely in the running. I think this is my favorite song on the record. Yeah. Wow. So it's so got like it's all downhill from here. <laughs> I know. I, I hate when that happens. But in, in a way, we're also complimenting like, hey, you put your strongest foot forward, you know, track one just came out. No holds barred. It is a great way to open the album for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's a very strong opener. Yes, for sure. Um, I noticed that there are like more alto harmonies in this than I had remembered. Mm. I was super mm. amped to hear them. They're very faint. But I, yeah, I was, I was jazzed. And do we know, is that all Amy? I think it is. Cool. I'm pretty I'm, sure. I feel, yeah, it Josh? seems like it would be. <laughs> do you know? No, well, I was going to say, it's interesting that you mentioned that. Cause like, I feel like there's a lot of like cool stuff in this record, but it's mm-hmm. mixed like way too far, like in the background. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of stuff. I'm like, we need more of that. Like, yeah. So that's like a recurring theme that even just like you were saying on the harmonies, like there mm-hmm. was like a lot of stuff later in the record. I'm like. Make that, like, bring that up in the mix a little bit more. Totally agreed. That's a big part of why I uh, went looking for the stems. I was like, I just want to hear what's going on in the vocals. Yeah. Yeah. Those sweet, sweet vocals. I have a question. Do you guys think that guitar solo was Ben Moody, their guitarist, or a session guy? Uh, I think a session guy. I'm guessing session guy. Yeah, it just feels... I'm kind of going to come hard for Ben on this episode. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Ben better look out. I don't Watch know what Ben, ben Moody, Moody looks like, but I will say I watched <laughs> concert footage of this album because, y'all, I went deep. <laughs> Sweet. And, I'm, I'm here um, for it. I'm here for it. It was like, it was whoever was on stage, and it was a, I think it was a 2003 concert, but I guess I don't know when, when Moody left. He, he left, like, I think pretty quickly after this record came out. Mm. So I don't know if there was something going on, but who knows. But why did you think it's a session guy, Kylan? Well, Josh asked... No, I know, but like, <laughs> what was your like? What was your reasoning behind that? Uh, it it just it feels I don't know because they've got a kind of like new metal sound, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like new metal goth, whatever goth rock, and that solo felt like old school rock and roll heavy metal. Like it just sounded like it didn't really like I loved it, but it doesn't really. There's I think there's only one other solo kind of like that on the record one or two others that i noticed and they feel like kind of like they they jump out a little bit but that was my reasoning for thinking as a studio guy because i'm like if ben could shred he would be doing it a lot more on this record and there is exactly hardly any on this record Mm -hmm. like i said i'm gonna come for ben and i'm just gonna start straight out of the gate here all right so there's (laughs) a lot of what i'm going to coin rhythmic riffing on this record where it's just like you're playing just like a power chord on the guitar and it's just like a lot of like staccato stuff in there with like dun 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 kind of like there's like a lot of stops in there Mm -hmm. which it happens almost in every song and i will call it out (laughs) i saw that as like a this guy is not a very talented like he doesn't his skill level is not there because like there's not a lot of interesting stuff happening guitar wise on this record and it's all the same kind of stuff all over again so and and like we've talked about this before like it takes one to know one like because i'm like well i would have done the same stuff if i was 19 and signed to a major label 
And like, I wasn't a very good guitar player back then. So I was like, I know that what you're doing because I was doing the same thing. You do the same, right. But you're assigned to a major label and I'm not. So and, and arguably, like Amy's voice is like the star of the show on For this sure. yeah. whole record. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah, it does kind of feel like a, a you know, the producer or whatever kind of was like, Okay, this is our like moneymaker right here, her voice. Everyone else just kinda do what you can do. I sort of wondered if that is like what happened with the band long term. I didn't look into much of this. I just saw that there was like a lot of churn with uh, band members. Mm. And then some of the albums are just Amy on the cover. So right. like, is it just her at this point? I don't I mean, know. I think so. Like, like, well, we talked about in part eight is like how it was kind of like the Paramore Haley Williams thing. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I feel like it is mostly just like Amy Lee's thing. And then his kind of like brought on. She's the face of the band. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of Paramore, I did notice on this song, I kind of, I did pick up on some like Haley Williams vocal vibes. Like she's kind of got those, like that sort of front woman rock energy with her voice that at times sounded kind of like Haley Williams. And I wrote this note in real time. Um, she's got a great voice, but I worry that it can just do this one thing that it kind of just stays at that intensity. And I will say for the most part, I feel I was kind of right about that. Whoa, this is um. so interesting because <laughs> I totally disagree. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, tell us why. Well, like I'm here for I it. Um, like have specific notes in here about like how, uh, how incredible her dynamic range is. Mm-hmm. I do see what you are saying. Cause I feel like if you had asked me that last week, I would have agreed mm-hmm. with you. But then like, really listening to this and maybe stripping out the music helped me to to hear that that's better. true yeah i agree that in this song she's super powerful like there are a couple parts where she's like really guttural isn't the right word because that sounds ugly but like the sound is coming from like her diaphragm mm-hmm. you know like right, it is right. low in her core and i was like well goddamn, <laughs> how do you do that i don't I don't know that I have those muscles. How do you do it? Yeah. <laughs> there is one song on here that, well, we'll talk, we'll talk about it. Okay. We yeah, all right. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> Chelsea, do you have anything? Yeah. Well, I was going to talk about how this song I put on repeat a lot and I just kind of listened to this one over and over again because it was probably my top song and I tried to figure out why. To be fair, a, that's because- kind of a similar experience to listening to the record all the way through. Yeah. Hand, yeah. Hands, hands, ra- hands raised. How many people is this their favorite song on the record? Okay, oh God, three of us. I'm not disagreeing. So I my, just didn't rank them. Hold on. Mine might not be, it might not be the best on the record in general, but it was the one I most related to. Hmm. But I okay. feel like it's because angsty teenager become became an angsty adult is what happened with me. And instead right. of like, I would relate the song, like let's say in, in 2003, I would probably relate it to just something I was going through at the time. But now I'm like, oh yeah, my job makes me feel this way. Yeah. So, mm. <laughs> the, wow. so I was listening to I it and it. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how I feel. Yep. <laughs> it's mm-hmm, like, I relate mm-hmm, to this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Real, <laughs> to me, it fit right in with the whole like Linkin Park vibe I was feeling around this time, like mm-hmm. when this came yeah. out. Sure. With like the program drums and stuff. Uh, we've been talking about this song for a long time. Any, anybody got anything else? TJ about does. this song. TJ. All I want to say is the thumb system is back. Yes. Yeah. I forgot. But I think I'm gonna be in a lot of trouble. Uh oh. Oh. Oh, he doesn't like. This it. song gets half a thumb. Half a thumb. So, oh, so my favorite. My favorite song yeah. is half a thumb. Chelsea and Kelly. Wow. This the thumb system works where any song can get two full thumbs up. That's like the highest ranking that a song can okay. get. So then a perfect score is 
however many tracks the album has times two. But we have increments of halves as well. So this song gets half a thumb. Now you know. Gotcha. It's way more confusing than it has any yeah, to okay. be. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I was like, I'm math in my head right now. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. I did all the math, so you guys don't have to keep track of it. I just wanted you to have okay. some semblance of understanding for how Thank the system you. works. Or you can pretend like you do. It's fine. Okay. Cool. Wait, hold on. TJ, I hey. have a question. Yes. This one got half a thumb. What is um, uh, your very favorite song or band like i just need to understand like what, we, what we're they need like a baseline yeah, totally like what is a two thumb what is a two thumb song you know what, what? Is a based record? on the content y'all have done on here you're gonna list a band and i'm gonna be like never heard of them so yeah. <laughs> i don't know how effective this is gonna be potentially you gave a lot of thumbs to the switchfoot right i did we did i did like the switchfoot album I've a lot heard of two of, thumbs could not tell you <laughs> i like connor oberst i like dawes i like delta spirit what else do i like guys i don't know Okay, I, I know Connor Oberst. Okay, Stop. got it. Yeah, you're not gonna like this album, huh? <laughs> well, we don't know yet. We don't know, but we do know. We 100. My know. favorite song got half, got half a star. Yeah. No, no, we half pretty much know. Yep. Every other song gets two full thumbs. <laughs> Just this Stranger one. Stranger things have happened on Church Jams now. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I do have one drum note on this, and then we'll move on. I like how it's supposed to be kind of heavy, but I don't know if any of y'all paid attention to the to the drum mix, but it's super heavy on the ride, which feels kind of jazzy. Like, mm. I, I kind of want to get the stems, too, and just listen to the drums, because they Be sound a little, like, it. because normally with, like, heavy music, it's like you're all on that big crash, but he's, like, he's jamming out on that ride. Which I was here for. Play it again. I want to listen to it top to bottom. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Run it back. All right, track one, going under. <laughs> no, no more bits, guys. Moving on to track two, oh. Bring Me to Life. Feels good. Feels right. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this song. Chelsea has some facts. Oh, no, give me I some facts. Give me with some facts. Um, so this is the only one that has the male vocal on it, um, who is right. a rapper, and they had asked him to be on the entire album, or the record label wanted him to be on the entire album, but Amy said she would walk, or the band said that they would walk if it was on the entire album. Wow. They said eight songs, eight of the 10 songs they expected him to be on. And she had said she would leave. And then they were like, just kidding. One song, please. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, okay, one song, fine. And she also wrote his parts as well. Another fun fact. Um, it is about her, like an abusive relationship she was in. And she ended up talking to someone and it, someone was, had asked her how she was. And she said she was fine. And she had felt like they had looked past that and noticed that she wasn't. And the then she wrote the was song from that. Heavier than that, they like barely knew each other, and yeah. he looked her in the face. He looked into her eyes, like open doors, and said, "Are you happy?" And she was like, oh. Whoa. 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 "Yeah." <laughs> Just and like she... the barista at Starbucks or something. <laughs> yeah. He was. I think. And then, he... and I don't then know she replied. All the lyrics to this song, now. Exactly. like it just yeah, came just, out, like, of fell out of her mouth. <laughs> she was like, "Oh God, sorry." <laughs> but she ended up marrying him um, eventually. Aww, that's yeah, cute. So, she married the barista. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's really that's cool. Actually, those are great facts, Chelsea and Kelly. Uh, I also found out that the guy, his name is Paul McCoy. He's also the lead singer of Twelve Stones. Twelve Stones. I did fellow know that. label mate. Yeah, I didn't know that. I just thought he was some random. I thought he was. Ben, 
Ben Moody. So oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he was the Twelve Stones dude. Did yeah. any of y'all listen to that Twelve Stones record? That first a one? little bit. I did. I was here for it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to covering that one. Oh God. Uh, I don't know if this just the time period or Evanescences. 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 Yeah, you got it. Right? Is that it. the plural? Like the possessive? You got Evanescences it. overall yeah, I vibe? Yeah, you got it. I was trying okay. to make like a like an essence <laughs> joke, but essence. It, man, it's real hard with Evan's this word. Essence? It, Evan mm. Evans, Evans Essence? Evans Essence. This reminded me of vampires. Hell okay. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Daredevil. Oh, yeah. That whole like... That sounds that sounds like it would be in Daredevil. Because it's a similar kind of vibe of like, I, you know, I think I talked about that a little bit in part A, but this all reminded me of like Underworld, which I Aesthetically, it's all there. Lots of, yeah. lots of leather. It's very blue, like post-Matrix, like lots of leather, wet, blue <laughs> vampires. Dark, broody. I'm, I love it. That's like... That's only going to be the episode description for this episode. <laughs> Dark. Blue vampires, <laughs> wet, evanescences, falling, <laughs> wet. Yeah, that's kind of actually wherever really you good. listen to podcasts I think, I think right we'll now. That. That's so good. <laughs> Did anyone notice the weird little? It only happened one time in this song, right before the second chorus. There's like one little snippet of like like a detuned like house music synthesizer. Oh. Hmm. No, I did not. Let me see. Let me see if it's right here. I wouldn't have described it that way, but I did catch that. And thought it was kind of weird. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so weird. It doesn't fit anywhere else. Like it's nowhere else in the song. I was gonna say they do that kind of like tremolo, stuttery kind of thing a couple times on like a couple different effects on this record. So that feels like it's, they do uh, it a lot with the vocal, but there's not really a lot of like the vocal. synth. On this record, no, but that Especially just seems that. to be like, uh, what's a cool part we can throw in? I'll just do the stutter effect thing, right? <laughs> Probably because like Ben tried to do a little like guitar solo, like a little lick. Everybody just looked at him. So they they just... were like, "No, nah, maybe not, man." <laughs> Replace it. No, something else. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of whispers on this record. <laughs> so many whispers. <laughs> I, so I wrote whispers, whispers are always funny. I don't know why I wrote that, but well, I guess Kel- it's true. <laughs> I was gonna say Kelly had kept sending me the guy's whispers and the entire day I'd be like wake me up and then that would be just the entire day I kept saying different lines in it because of what you sent me Kelly and I, I know stop. it was killing me I was like I laughed until I cried just listening to his vocals alone that's so funny well it, there was one part that you definitely highlighted on one of your stories that like I would have never noticed it before but like after hearing it soloed, it's like takes it to a whole nother level. You're like, well, this is this is too much for me. Yes, absolutely. Like listening to it, I was like, I have listened to this song, I don't know, for ten thousand hours in my life, right? right? And I have never noticed this, and now it is all. I <laughs> yeah, this guy ruined this track. <laughs> I'm glad he wasn't on the rest of the record. In 2017, they re-recorded this, yeah. and like a lot of the other uh, hits, and they. Did That's not weird. feature a rapping part in the song or the of the vocals. I think she just does the extra vocals. So they were not very keen on it. Obviously, did she do the "Wake Me Up"? <laughs> Thank God, no. <laughs> Can't wake up. Just dropped. <laughs> What are you talking oh, about? That was the linchpin for the song. Everyone you guys. just everyone just <laughs> sings that at the show. That's the part where the crowd just all sings. Yeah. That. Are these lyrics good? <laughs> like they're not good, right? Like okay. The question. 
<laughs> like they're not. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've gone back and forth on a lot of this record, but like. But are they bad? But sp- let's just talk specifically this song. Are they good? <laughs> so I'll say for me personally, all across this album, there's so much drama and I'm just like, good, good, but not for me. I, that was just how I felt about it. So that's just my very subjective, very wrong opinion. I've just said it there, okay. and uh, and now I'll just walk away. I'll just. <laughs> but we're you gonna the set that bomb and walk away. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The lyrics are are drama. Like they are so dramatic. They are drama. But life is dramatic. Mm-hmm. That is true. And so my subjective oh. opinion is that I was not here for the drama for this album, for this listen in real time, while I'm dealing with a sinus cold. Yeah. That's valid. But like, like it, it all fits into what I was fully expecting to get from this record lyrically. Like I was like, I wasn't taken back. Like, whoa, this is completely out of like left field for what I was expecting to encounter here. Like I was like, yep, I remember this time period and all that was happening, and mm-hmm. it was all like very much in line with that for me. I had, I guess, I didn't even really listen to the lyrics <laughs> very closely on this song. But here's what I did start thinking about is. Uh, so the basic like premise of this song is something happened and suddenly I am like conscious in my soul again. Like I have right. been woken up mm. inside mm. specifically. Matrix. <laughs> and it made me think about one, that is fully what my like college admission essay was about. Mm-hmm. Unrelated to this song. Only put that together today. That's really cool. <laughs> and two, <laughs> it made me think of um, my, my current favorite musical which is natasha pierre and the great comet of 1812 and there's this one character who pierre who suffers from depression and he like my favorite songs on that uh soundtrack are this theme this plot that occurs in this song he's super depressed he the lyrics of his song are are like literally oh why have i been sleeping oh i'm so ready to wake up now (laughs) and i was like bring him to life we gotta get amy lee in here (laughs) you know what i'm surprised she's never like gone in to like make a rock opera uh, especially oh, like watching her concert footage, she like she should. comes in hot with vibrato. Mm. Like it made me laugh hearing her on stage because it made me think of um uh the the lady vampire uh, not <laughs> vampires again oh, uh the lady fifth vampire element? oh wait uh, I thought it was like fifth element the lady that was it wasn't a vampire oh no but there is a part lady. that sounds exactly yeah. like that uh on like the last song I think but no I was thinking of the lady vampire from what we do in the shadows when she oh she yeah things with Nadia uh Matt Berry and she like does that like really exaggerated <laughs> yeah. vibrato that's what Amy yes, sounded yes. like that's live so I, and it cracked me up <laughs> That's so good. She should do... Okay, guys, we pitched this in the Emery episode where we were going to turn Emery's The Question into a rock opera. Mm. And I think we're going to we're gonna pivot our Church Jams Now production company and contact <laughs> Amy Lee and do an Evanescence rock opera. I think I would... I would yes. I, you know, we'll use our four Patreon listeners to raise some seed money <laughs> to put this up off-off Broadway. It'll be, it's going to be great. I'd buy expensive tickets to it. Yeah, well, yeah. probably get more tickets than the Weezer. Uh, I was going to ask you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got we we know Broadway's open because Weezer's not using it right <laughs> now. <true>. Too. <laughs> all, all of Broadway, all, all of, of Broadway, yeah, all of Broadway. <laughs> it's all. Uh, Phantom of the Opera is ending, right? Finally. Oh. I, don't know. I think I it's didn't finally know ending. That, that was still going. Right. I didn't either. I think that's why it's ending. I think everyone thought that. 
Um, okay, we've been talking about this song for too long. Let's move on. Track number three, Everybody's Fool. There's some arpeggiated guitars here where I said, at least that's different. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> and then my next note is, oh my gosh, more rhythmic riffing. <laughs> this is Ben's bread and butter here. I did not care for this song. Yeah, I think I agree with that. It was like the same, it, it, everything production-wise, tempo-wise, vocal performance-wise. It all felt the exact same as the first two songs. And it just felt like a continuation in a way that I didn't, yeah. it just felt really boring. It's like, you could have done without this song. I wasn't so upset by that, but this one, like the contents of the lyrics is very much like, I'm not like other girls. Like I am also, a f- so this is like a critique on yeah. like women in uh, like celebrity in the public eye. And she's, she, so it feels very much like, oh, I'm different from other girls. I'm not like other girls. These other girls are everybody's right. fool. And I'm like, man, <laughs> like we all know what happened to Brittany, who yeah. was like a contemporary at this time. Right. So like that feels that I don't feel like that aged well. Well, we and know now. She feels we didn't know then. Now. Yeah, it yeah, does feel very What you're like... saying is it feels exclusionary or like like overly critical of yeah and like her peer group you don't gotta put other women down to bring yourself up amy right come on right. Sure, yeah, this I would did. not make it into the rock opera well no. i did yeah, we i think i one. think it was about this song where i saw where she was talking about it like why they don't really play this song a lot anymore and she was mm-hmm. saying just like well it's like weird when like songs you wrote when you were 17 are like got so popular and it's like i'm 34 now and i still have to sing those songs yeah. like and i feel mm-hmm. A lot of like I've got new perspective. I feel a lot differently about those things like now. She grew up with the song. Yeah, game. exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like to bring it back again, like Paramore doesn't do misery business anymore. Yeah, for like the same thing. Yeah. Yep. So Yay, it, I was like life character growth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I I get that. I do like how she like goes into the chorus like that melody the it never was part mm-hmm. like that that really draws me in. Other than that though, the song is kind of pretty similar to what we've already heard yeah i did want to kylan you said that her vocals were like really stagnant in this album this one was one of the impressive ones that i took note of because she goes from like super delicate breathy vocals to that power again and i was like how do you switch so fast like how and maybe that's you know movie magic i forgot to look up a live recording of it (laughs) oh yeah see how how it translates live if she can do it live yeah Mm -hmm. I feel like she could though. I she's think got she some pipes. Really, I really yeah. think she, she could. She's got a really she's, good voice. Yeah, she's got pipes, man, and control, like no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Like no doubt, or <laughs> got some <Gwen> funny vibes. <laughs> Can we get her in the movie or in the rock opera? Let's yes. go. Yeah, yes. Let's get her. Evanescence's Evanescence. She could be Evanescence, like a mentor. Evan- oh, Jesus character. Christ. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. No more bits. No more bits. <laughs> Evan's uh, essence. <laughs> Do we have any? Oh, TJ, what was your thumb thumb oh, rating yeah, yeah, yeah. for the second song? Oh, that's right. Uh, both of these get. Oh no! Zero. Thumbs. Oh, bring me to life. Not even bring me to life. Bring me to life. 
Yeah. I'm so wrong, guys. You know what? <laughs> no, you know what? It's fine. This is you a meta wrong. bit. You're saying no bits, and so TJ is like really committing to this bit. <laughs> no, I fully believe I fully believe that this is how TJ feels about this bit. I really wish it was a bit. I promise. A bit. I'm sorry that I'm so wrong, y'all. You should be. It's, I, I'm wrong, and I'm also sick, so I'm just like... You just don't give I, a maybe, fuck. Yeah. This is the wrong yeah. record for you this week. That's I'm, okay. Well, That's okay. Is, it's kind of fun, because I feel like I'm bringing some like sassy Kylan energy. You like, are. You are. Yeah, sick. yeah. You're not it's surly. Like, it's when, yeah. I'm, when, I, when we flip a little bit. That's like, true. I don't know. You're sassy and I'm, I'm very here for this. For the record, I'm here for you're here for this for record. This conversation, right. that's why we're all here for this record. No, for the record, we're fallen by Evanescence. I am here for Evan's essence. Oh my god, no more bits, guys. Let's move on to track number four, My Immortal. weakest vocal performance on this album i have some facts this is my favorite song on this album are you, are you serious <laughs> i am dead Wait, serious the original album or the band version no the original, the original. okay really? i have some facts guys oh, i no, did some research hey. i have facts yeah 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 <laughs> i never have facts thanks kelly okay kylan, kylan what's up what's up with your facts um okay oh, i can't read my screen um, hey, come with the facts <laughs> organized yeah. before you put it on. Hey, that's asking facts, way bro. too much of me. Um, okay. Zero thumbs for Kylan. Oh, God, where am I? Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, so this is actually an old uh, a original demo version of this song, awesome. uh, according to Amy Lee. Well, so oh, this is the version. It was a demo, and then it was released on their first album, Origin. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they just added some strings to it. Uh, so Amy Lee actually said in an interview, I hate that version. Oh. I totally hate it. It's an old demo from before we were even signed. Every time I hear it, it gets under my skin, but that's the version most people play. Uh, when the band shot the video for the song, Lee told MTV News, the label was stuck on the demo and wouldn't let us use the version we really wanted, Lee said. We fought back and forth about it, and finally we gave in, but we were all so angry about it. She said, because it's not even a real piano. And the sound quality is bad because we had to break into the studio to record it late at night when no one was around because we couldn't afford a real session. How punk. I love that. I do that's like, what the rock opera should be about. I do like the DIY <laughs> aesthetic of that. Yeah, yeah. that's right. But I want to know more about that. I need more I need more context of like, we broke into a studio. Yeah, now I, I need know, a documentary just, in okay. addition to the rock Leave opera. Leave that vague. Well, it's okay, so... It was a radio station that her dad, I guess, worked at. So after they were done recording, they could go into the radio station studio and use that. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So that's that was the studio they were breaking and entering. But that's funny that TJ, this is your favorite version and or favorite song on the record, and this is the other ones are too scary. Yeah. What did you? Oh yeah. What did you like about it, TJ? The 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 sweet little baby boy got a break finally. Um, (laughs) 
I wrote, my sinus headache weeps for joy, for the sonic storm clouds have broken through. I thank the gods for this shred, nay, this plucky patch of sunlight, in the form of a sweet and gentle ballad. I do really like the the switch up with this one. Mm. I do like right. that it, like, we get it's a dynamic change. pretty vocals for a second. Mm-hmm. I even like the strings, like I know Amy doesn't, but yeah. I, I think they're nice. I think they are. Yeah, my my complaint with this song was not like the the vibes of it. It was the vocal performance. Like, right. hearing that it's a demo makes total sense because I was like, where like there's no emotion in this. It sounds flat. Like it sounds like mm. not like not like musically flat, like a flat note. But like there's nothing. It sounds like she's like trapped in a glass bottle. <laughs> like, mm. like there's just no there are no dynamics in it. Right. It's not as vibrant yeah. as like a lot of the other vocal performances across the record. Exactly. Which is crazy so that then, the major label was just like heard it and were like, "No, that's good enough." That's that, what I was that, about that to say. That would compete like, with like what a... is our like our state of the art studio recordings would do. Like that feels like such a weird decision. Yeah, for them to just be like, "Oh, this is good." Yeah, it was already on their yeah. last album and just a demo. Like that just feels so weird. I said this could be a Sia song if it was like fifteen percent more pop. And it also yeah. had a music video with Shia LaBeouf. Oh, true. It probably doesn't. I don't know. It might. He was so doing I did even watch Stevens the music video then for this. when this song came out. Wait, what? Was that he was what? Said he was still doing even Stevens when this song came out. So. Oh, true. Yeah, it was. Uh, Kelly, you said you watched the music video. Yeah, it's just a a series of montages, or I guess it's one montage. It's a series of images of Amy standing on things that you shouldn't be on she's like, <laughs> she's like laying on a can car. you describe that way she's like... on a mailbox she's but ke- on a fountain <laughs> kelly that's because she's immortal so she can stand anywhere she wants well Good but point. she says my immortal it sounds like she owns this. an immortal she oh yeah oh you're right that's a good point she stands that's on a mailbox creepy. was that what yeah <laughs> yeah like um maybe not a mailbox maybe like uh where you'd get like uh, a newspaper on the side of the oh, okay uh huh. So, it's like hardcore parkour. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But we never see her fountain. climbing or getting up. She's just already. It's like She's somebody placed it. her there, and then cameras started rolling. It's <laughs> in black and white. Is this one written by Ben? Does anybody have the? Because I think I read it was written by Ben. Oh, interesting. Huh. The wow. next one is based it. on a short story by Ben. Man, mm-hmm. you guys did your homework for this episode. Yeah, Look at well that. Done. You guys are taking all my good points away. And I'm we do a lot it. of researching. It's great. <laughs> I love it. Ah, boobs. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, I'm watching the music video. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. There's that one there's shot like, like down her top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, why? It was the uh, early um, 2000s. It was, yeah. But okay. we just talked about that song where she's like criticizing other women. I know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, now who's none of these other women choice? are standing on mailboxes. Now who's the fool, Amy? Was this the yeah. the record label's choice? Was that her choice? Did she want well, to be sexualized? Well, but that's the sexualized? point I'm making. Is that like was it? That's also happening to other people. Yeah. Like, think about that broadly, right. Amy. Think about things complexly, Amy. Think about other real. humans, Amy. She was a teenager. It's almost like she wrote this song when she was 17. Frontal lobe wasn't fully formed yet. Make sure you're tweeting at 17-year-old. <laughs> yes, back in time. Okay, I listened to the full band version at the end of I the, the record Loved as it. well. And 
I like it more than this it's version. Better. Way and better. I, that was before I even realized like this is like the demo version. There's all this like drama about this version of it. So who all likes the full band version more? All right, Chelsea. raising hands is a great bit for another yeah, yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Kylan, Chelsea, and, or not? Kylan, no, Kelly I didn't. And Kelly Josh. did. Yeah. But I, my Chelsea, hands, you like the? No, I don't like either of. Uh, I like them equally. <laughs> I don't just, dislike to, to either one. of them. Okay. I like them both equally, so like I couldn't okay. choose. All right. I do have a lyrical note. Honestly, my favorite lyrical line on the entire record is from this: "I'll fight away all of your tears." Oh. Uh, that's just really good. It was really unexpected, and I think very, very good. You know, because obviously the line you would expect is "I'll wipe away all your tears," but mm-hmm. fighting away someone else's tears like that—that that just like really resonated with me. Yeah, that was cool. I thought it was very, very good. Especially the like tension that that creates in the song because she's mm-hmm. like, it seems like she's upset that somebody is no longer in her life. Whether that be like, like I don't know if this is autobiographical or or what but it like a loss happened and she's upset at that loss and like mad at that memory and then she's like but i did these things for you and so i think that that like contributes to that word choice i think that's a great call yeah i thought it was i thought it was really good although i didn't particularly care for this version of this song <laughs> tj does this have two thumbs how many thumbs does this have your favorite song in the one record? and a half one and a half Ooh, wow. favorite song gets one and a half no two thumbs on this record. No, if that's your favorite song, one and a half is the is the, <laughs> the ceiling. Max. Wow. Okay, let's move on to track number five, Haunted. I'm always here for some spooky vibes and I love some spooky vibes. Scary. This one is the most goth song on this album. Yeah, Mm. definitely. Spooky. I love that like really, really low vocal paired with the very, very high vocal. Okay. Do we think that's affected at all? Oh, I think that's her voice. Yeah, it's just like I think that's her voice because that tone. And the and her range is so impressive. If if it oh, you think it just without tweaked. an effect? I don't know. No, that's her. That's her voice, dude. There I'm might be like sure. a Which is reverb on it, but I don't think that sure. it's pitched down. Yeah, I don't think Wait. it's pitched down at wow. all. Wow, that's amazing. I'm about that to mute myself to see if I can hit it. <laughs> Do it. Yeah, that was something I noted. Like that yeah. range is just really cool. It's pretty cool. I love the whole like the. So for people that don't know, a lot of the that keys sound in the beginning, how you can kind of get that like unsettling thing is you basically just play keys or synth and then reverse it. Um, and so it, it, it has that dynamic where it starts soft and kind of gets loud like on the attack. Uh, it's super cool. I'm always here for it. You know what's crazy is what? what you just described is like literally a phenomenon that ghost hunters have observed with spectral noises. Really? Like... Like the way this, like a knock happens on the wall when there's mm-hmm. a haunting, you can like hear the, like the, I don't know, the attack, I guess is the word. Right. You, it's on Transient. like the reverse side of a natural attack that you would produce with your knuckles. Weird. So maybe what they're picking up is actually like time dilation. Time. Yeah. 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 Totally. That's, that's why Christopher Nolan wrote Tenet. 
He was or maybe, guys, and all and ghosts are Amy ghost Lee. Whoa. Oh, my God. Whoa. We just added another theory. layer to our musical. That's a better theory. <laughs> The oh, ghost that. of Amy Lee is breaking into the recording studio. So this it. is the Broadway show, the ghost of she, Amy Lee. That's, that's, oh, we love that's it. part of it. Okay, she is just like torn that she can never get the full band version. So her ghost just keeps going back, <laughs> trying to stop that recording yeah. from happening. That's so they yes. never have the demo so that that version never gets on the record. And, she was okay. haunted by Maya Mortal. <laughs> Yes, my immortal and in tourniquet, she kills herself. So that's how she goes back. Boom, that's the the third act twist. Oh, that's so good. Guys, we're all getting executive producer credits. I'm feeling the synergy. (laughs) This is a concept album. (laughs) So good. It just took it just took 19 years for anyone to realize it was a concept record. (laughs) Everybody's been sleeping on this, waiting for the Reddit thread where we crack the (laughs) code. (laughs) We did it. Uh, this song got super boring after the intro. Like once all you the full what? band came in, then it was just like every other song. And I was like, God, mm. man, like I wish they would have just kept the spooky shit going. Yeah. Mm. Yes. <laughs> the verses are are more interesting to me than like the chorus, which is you want it to be to be the other way around. But I like the verses more. Mm. Truth. There is some double bass on the drums in this, which we hadn't heard as of yet uh, on this record, yeah. uh, which I thought was cool. That's fun. Uh, then I wrote, Whoa. Just throwing around the R word there. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to ask for some lyrical analysis. If anybody feels bold enough to weigh in on that, so I don't. I don't have lyrical analysis, but that word is specifically used in the Ben Moody short story that this is mm. based on. So this is a Ben vocab choice, not an Got Amy it. vocab choice. Okay. All, I mean, she did choose to put it in the song, so it was a choice that she respected enough to include in the song. Yeah. Uh, I will say short story very bad. Very bad. No, I was wondering. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, bad, I could have told like, you that. A bunch of bad stuff happens <laughs> no, or like, like the writing is just bad very poor. To read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, horrible mm-hmm. writing. Like What's the context of the story? This is like the most high school thing to be like, I wrote this short story and like maybe you should write some lyric, turn this into a song. Like, yeah. Well, that's like kind of the vibe of a lot of this record. But so it is wanna... spooky though. It is a spooky story. Josh, did you read it? No. Okay. I no so I read it's it. About. It's short. It's yes. like, it's a very short story. I read it. It's about like a little girl and the very first line. This is how you know it's a it's a bad story. He says something like a little girl, eight or nine years old, and it made uh. me think of. There's a comedian in Denver named Andrew Orvidal who has a. I, Kylan permission to do a bit. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> permission granted. He has a joke in his act that's making fun of another book that does the same thing. Like it was like this or something, and mm-hmm. he was like, "You are the author. It is your job to describe what is happening." <laughs> Right, right. Like, yeah, don't reader. don't leave it up to me. She's eight Either or nine, is, right? Or it isn't. Which is it? Eight, nine. What is it? Pick one. <laughs> so oh, that's, that's how I really felt, funny. like right off the bat. And then, just like his guitar playing, it's like short, staccato, choppy sentences with like a surprising nice. number of grammatical mistakes. Like, oh god, come on, buddy. Is he trying to be is... like like new metal Hemingway? <laughs> yeah, but not as well. You know, that's what the new, the new metal modifier on the Hemingway yeah. automatically yeah. makes it not very good. <laughs> the the lyrics just like creep me out, and so it's good to know that this came from a poorly written, creepy <laughs> short story. Oh. That's that's good content. Well, yeah. So, so what, what else happens. happens in the story? Yeah. Yeah. This eight or nine year old girl is like bouncing a ball down the street, and then she comes across what is clearly an abandoned mansion, 
and her ball like zooms into the house and so she follows it and then the door slams close behind her it's like dark dilapidated very scary and when she turns around to leave the uh door is gone it's just a wall there now and then it, it then there's like a like a fast forward 10 years later she's still stuck in the house um and he like talks about her outfit she's wearing like a black wife beater he he says black wife beater Mm -hmm. and he describes how pale she is and she has this like weird relationship with this entity in the house so the entity brings her one meal a day just enough to keep her alive but is like also has her captured in this house and so she like hunts it and her mission is to kill it in order to escape even though she knows that in killing it she will also die because he is like feeding her and caring for her Um, and so and that like that's what the lyrics are right it's like yeah hunting you i can smell you alive smell you alive your heart pounding in my head watching me wanting me i can feel you pull me down i feel yucky after that so it's like a proto creepypasta basically right yeah (laughs) so i did take some real-time notes too and i wrote wait is this about a ding dang possession (laughs) 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 it's not but that would have been cool if it was That's great. Yeah, we can say it is. Let's yeah. reassign meaning to this song. I don't yeah, like that I story. I I don't want to rock opera version. Thank you, Chelsea. Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, if we can continue this this Ben bashing here, <laughs> there's I said this is gonna be uh, the first time Josh cusses on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> ben <laughs> said a guitar. I'm solo. gonna bleep it. I'm gonna bleep that so everyone thinks you actually perfect. <laughs> perfect. Just man. Ben, bro. So I was like, a guitar solo, and but it's a wah guitar solo because every time there's any like guitar lead line here, it's bathed in a wah. Which I wrote that too. The wah the stuff biggest, is so weird. Either he's the mean? biggest Metallica fan, or he's using right. this as a crutch to hide his insecurities for lack of ability as a guitarist. Because I also did that in a previous band, so I know I takes one to know one. But I'm like, yeah. bro, like. Don't throw wah on every little part. Like Josh, do you want to explain what you mean by the wah? A is little it an effect? The what wah pedal. It? Yeah, it's like the little foot thing that people step on. Mm-hmm. And it's like no, the no, wah, no. wah, wah. Give me a sound. Wah, wah, yeah, yeah. You wah, need a sound. Wah, 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 yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah, funk music really fast. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, like that. It's yeah, like yeah, really actually like, bulls yeah. on parade thing that wow got that wow. yeah yeah locked it in yeah. for me thank you yes exactly <laughs> yes so I would have Josh done, like, Josh a can you do that again I like I need bow, bow. that <laughs> it's been recorded bow, one time bow. no so. no I I need it clean I need it clean from you Josh can you do the sound effect You'll have one more time? my individual audio no 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 we need it clean we need it clean for the video I think it's gonna be the video clip can you get it clean please <laughs> three wow, two wow. one oh sorry I was talking wow, can you do it again oh my gosh for the podcast wow wow just gonna do it every time you talk. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do it every time. Guys, no more bits. No more bits. Uh, no more bits. Bits are done here. But I did like how uh, in the last chorus, like they have like the main lyrics are keep going, and Amy's like main vocal part or whatever, she's just like singing Oz. And honestly, mm. it was kind of nice just hearing her just sing Oz uh. syllables instead of like the lyrics. So right, I thought that was funny yeah. that they're like the last chorus. Don't even sing the words. Just. <laughs> Just go on a vocal. Just sounds spooky. Solo, yeah. Gosh, I just like I don't I don't enjoy the fact that I know about that short story now. No, it was uh, bad. Yeah. TJ, was and that very scary for it. you? It kind of made my life worse. <laughs> yeah, I'm terrified. And I'm sorry, you're so scared. I wrote. I wrote every conservative church-going parent's favorite Christian band. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, let's talk about how they're a Christian band. That's so weird. Yes. We don't have to talk about it. It's fine. But they're not. Yeah. Well, right. the next I did, song gets real Christian. I did find that interesting. I mean, if you want to talk about it. I, no, I don't because that okay. was a perfect transition. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> cut that. Track number six, Tourniquet. version yes. of this yes I did. I did i did too i mostly have notes about that kelly sent it to me and then i only listened to the first couple seconds and i was like not it was right before bed i was like not gonna keep listening <laughs> it's like a minute in before it's i know it's and, I waited and i was like, like no hmm. thank you no thank you i cannot get over how bad the drums are in the soul embraced version tj did you listen to the soul embraced version Nope. Why? What? It's almost like you weren't invested in doing a deep dive onto this album. <laughs> you didn't. I'm fine, guys. You didn't want to go out of your way because it's not on Spotify. You had to go no, out of you your way to, go on, to YouTube on, on, on and YouTube. look it up. Yep. I think that this song is is worse oh. than the short story. No, I take it back. I, no, I take it back. What? I take it back. I took it back. <laughs> I loved this until the drums came in. The snare drum on this sounds like he's hitting a Tupperware container. <laughs> yeah, it hurts. But the guitars don't sound good either. No, but they sound like of a time. Like, I can get down on that kind of guitar. Like, if you listen to any kind of, like, Pantera <laughs> 90s, or anything, yes, like, very like, you're just, like, you got to be ready for that. But those drums are just, like... Like Rough. straight up, he's just like hitting. I'm an empty sure pumpkin. they were recording it like at their house. I bet because it's like their side project. So I bet this was like recorded at their practice space or something. Okay, can anyone confirm this? Uh, because I read somewhere that in the bridge, there's someone screaming the line, "I want yes. to die." Yes, and yes. that it's sampled from Baz Luhrmann's Romeo plus Juliet. Romeo plus Juliet. Okay, yes. cool. I can confirm this, and I must have known this fact. Like from 2003 because when i was listening to it the way that i sing it is i long to die at that screaming portion uh. in the album version it's amy but she says i want to die and i was like wait so i started googling and i did it it was in an old demo version that they uh, had okay. the, the romeo plus juliet uh scream i long to die claire danes and i i did find it on like Evan evanescence referenceinfo.com <laughs> evanescencefans.geocities yeah it was uh, <laughs> uh, full of information like that's where um, I think that's where I found the stems too oh. this is easily the most like deep dive us yeah. and specifically any of our guests have any ever guests. gotten for yeah. a record so yeah. none of our guests killing it. Yes. really Great give a shit yes. so, y'all went all out on this we love it. We love to Google. <laughs> <laughs> we like to Google. Mm -hmm. Only question is, was this site sponsored by Evan's Essence Body Spray? Evan's Essence. Evan. No more bits, TJ. You know, I've got an ad blocker, <laughs> so I'm not sure. <laughs> got it. This was my second favorite song. This one on had the, the most interesting guitar work because Ben didn't mm -hmm. write the guitars. So. It had oh. the most interesting vocal to me. I love when she gets oh, really? really high in her head voice on the mm -hmm. dying, praying, bleeding, and screaming part. Mm. She gets like really high, 
and it but just the control that she has on her voice is insane to me well it's i didn't bonkers. even think about that she had to like write the vocal melody because like the metal the soul embrace version is just like screaming where it's like no no melody to it so right. she like that melody is all yeah, she like, had to sit down and like write yeah. from scratch yeah yeah but that's this an interesting thing like who's... also had another verse compared to the oh yeah yeah I she added a verse yeah oh she added hmm. she did add she it. added the second verse I read that somewhere too. I did research too. What is happening on this episode? (laughs) This is is really weird. Uh, It's because this album is so fun. (laughs) It's still spooky season, Josh. We've all switched places. It's Amy's ghost possessing us all. Ooh, that's good. (laughs) See, that's why I keep you around. Write that down. Write that. Oh, it's recorded. Okay. This was for sure my favorite song in high school. Oh. Or I guess when was this? Junior high? 2003 junior high. And the, like right. listening to it today, I was like, man, or this week, I was like, man, can you believe that I was taken by surprise that they were a Christian band? Like this whole song, <laughs> <laughs> the whole point of this song is hella Christian. And I was For like, sure. man, how did that take me by surprise? <laughs> I was not reading very critically. <laughs> 2003 <laughs> no i mean my, my god my tourniquet return me to to salvation could mean anything yeah i read it right. very metaphorically <laughs> like like my god as an exclamation oh right like, and then just my like god. my god my tourniquet. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> i like yeah. that read on it though for being honest <laughs> God, my tourniquet! Return me to salvation. <laughs> Don't you guys say that? You like stub your toe and you're like, my tourniquet! <laughs> my tourniquet. Restore me to salvation. Yeah. Uh, every I time I start doing my that. Toe. Yeah, every time. And I do stub my toe fortnightly, so. Hey, Kylan, no bits. No oh, bits. Sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Double standard, bro. Oh, uh, so God. Let's move on to track number seven, unless anyone has anything else. Uh, how many thumbs, CJ? Oh, yeah. This one and the one before it got half a thumb. That seems to be the average here. I'm glad that there's no zero thumbs, though. There there was. Bring me to life got zero. There were two zeros. Oh, my God. Haunted Haunted got got half a thumb more than Bring Me to Life? (laughs) Correct. Wow. Wow. That's right. It's those reverse pianos, man. They got me. The the reverse piano is always (laughs) rad. (laughs) I'll give that a half a thumb any day. (laughs) <laughs> for sure moving on to the next song which i think given tj's current state i feel like he can probably relate to the most <laughs> imaginary <laughs> those are some very fake strings Oh my god! Yeah, but it's like a it's like a smooth transition between these two. Songs. I did like the transition. True. Yes, I did have a little bit of like a vision. You know, you talked about flowers? me being out of my mind. Yeah, I mean, I we like talked a... about that in our uh, in our group chat. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> well, I like I closed my eyes when I was listening to this song, and I saw like a whole thing. It was uh, it was like the song that scored the Easter Sunday play at a really edgy non denominational church. Mm. And like this is the song where Jesus emerges from the tomb, and they spent thousands of dollars on this moment. So like, there's like three fog machines, and all four color phasing spotlights are. How on much him. do you think fog machines cost? 
Oh, you haven't heard <laughs> the rest of it. They spent thousands of dollars. What year was it? What you year haven't heard the it? rest of it. So, and then they rigged up like a whole like harness thing, like a stunt harness in the auditorium. They Peter Panned him? They Peter Panned him. It's under his robe though, so you can't tell. It's real it's real classy. And uh, he starts rising up into this like victorious moment, but then the winch breaks. Oh. And oh, no. he starts to fall, but he only falls a little bit and then he keeps floating. And everybody loses their minds, and the paper comes and writes a story about it, and then, oh my god, it was the real Jesus the whole time. Wow. He's an Evans Essence fan. Evans. That's beautiful. <laughs> he loves Evan Essence, so he came to be a part of the play at this edgy non-denominational church. Whoa. I love this That was what this song said on to On this me. song. <laughs> that That's way better than, uh, okay, do any of you guys, did any of y'all look up the lyrics like using genius.com? Are they different from? No, but so genius.com has where anyone can sort of like yeah, annotate. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And I looked this one up on genius.com and which I, I rarely do, honestly, for most of these records, but I decided to for this record for some reason. And I'm now obsessed with genius.com annotations because it reminds <laughs> me of like the IMDB trivia page. Yeah, I do love that. Because page. okay, for instance, on this song because uh, she says the line, in my field of paper flowers and candy clouds of lullaby, uh, I lie inside myself for hours and watch my purple sky fly over me. Someone decided to annotate that line and say, it is virtually impossible to have a field of paper flowers or candy clouds of lullaby, meaning this chorus alludes to a dream. Oh my god! Like, bullshit. Like, who is the who is that for? Please, like, like I want to me meet the person that like listened to this song and was like. Oh fuck! People might think that she's talking about an actual field of paper flowers. I gotta let them know. Like I gotta let the people know. (laughs) I do love that they couched it with virtually impossible. Right? Yeah, Um, virtually impossible. Still a chance. Like who is this person? Like who is that annotation for? I am currently doing a craft wherein I am making paper plants. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I am. So like I'm so a it's not impossible. Steal the paper flower. It's virtually impossible. It's virtually impossible. Unless so, yeah. you got Kelly, and it's not. <laughs> like who thought it was a good use of their time to be like they Are really there needed profiles? to. There might be someone before. out there that might think that this is literal. So I need to let them know that this is most likely alluding to a dream. Can we look up other annotations that this user has done? Maybe. Like, I, I don't know. I didn't do that much that of a That sounds like a fun rabbit trail. That does sound like a fun... <laughs> because, like but a good time. alternatively, I also want to know the person, if there is a person in the world that read that and was like, oh, okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. Because point. it had 41 likes point. on it. I must find this it field It had 41 likes. Yes, yeah, there were 41 <laughs> people that found that annotation useful. They have two more uh, annotations. One on everybody's fool and one on imagine. Wait, no. Wait, so this another one on just annotated Evanescence songs? Only yeah, Evanescence? Just, just, just imaginary it's Amy. and Amy. It's Ben. No, it's probably Ben. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, are the sentences short and choppy? No. Oh, no. I think we no. have dispelled that. Wow. Okay, so TJ and Josh, I don't know how y'all feel about it, but it was at this point in the record that I was like, this could be a Nicole Norderman song. Totally. Uh, But I typed that into my notes and it auto-corrected Nicole Norderman to Nicole Norseman. And I feel like that also kind of fits. (laughs) (laughs) And I kind of like it more. It's like instead of Nicole Nordman, it's Nicole Norseman. That's her alternate ego. Yeah. That should have been her stage name from the beginning. 
Nicole Norseman? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cause... Well, do you remember in that episode, you said one of her songs could be like proto Evanescence? I did. You yeah. did. Yeah. You yeah. did I'm make so that. Smart, so guys. now it's like <laughs> coming <laughs> back full circle. Left and right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I'm just. Man. That's rad as hell. All right. No uh, bits, Kylan. No bits. That's no bits, dude. I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> you I'm going to go annotate that I, on I got bad news, Kylan. <laughs> There's no field of paper flowers in real life. <sighs> okay. Sorry. It I, most likely I alludes to a dream. a big deal. But <laughs> most likely. Yeah. No, this one was. Uh, this one actually had a little variety in the verses that we had some piano and acoustic guitar, which was a nice change of pace from being assaulted with power chords <laughs> until the chorus <laughs> kicks in again. Right. And there was more Wad electric guitar lead lines after the bridge. Mm-hmm. Got that Wad guitar. Love that wah. Does anyone else have anything? Anything? Anything that can top the annotation? <laughs> no, that or the musical story or uh, TJ's? Yeah, I can't <laughs> top Easter that. Sunday story. Okay. <laughs> All right, we can't top. Let's move on to track yeah. number eight. Taking over me. This song uh, is the one song where I like really made note of the super staccato guitar. So when you were mm. complaining about it at the top, Josh, I was like, there's one song where it works for me. <laughs> oh, oh, you liked it? Yeah, because I didn't notice it the rest of the time. Maybe I would yeah. be weary of it uh, hearing it with new ears now. Yeah, I, I'm afraid I'm going to ruin that for you. Whenever you listen to this record, <laughs> oh, that's all you're going to hear. So I kind of zoned out while I was listening to this record. And when this song came on, when the guitar came in, it fully scared the shit out of me. (laughs) Like I was listening to it really loud in my headphones and I straight up jumped out of my chair. There they are. It was just like this nice little like piano and then just and I should have expected it, but I had kind of like tuned it all out. I was like, holy shit, what just happened? I'm so sad I didn't get to witness that. That sounds so fun. Uh, this made me want to watch Resident Evil. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know. It's just the vibe. the vibe. It's just more yeah. vampire stuff. Is that a vampire Zombies. One? That's zombies. But it's, yeah. it's Paul W.S. Anderson. That came out, like I think, same year as this record. Mia Jovovich. Very, very similar vibe to Underworld, but with mm-hmm. zombies. Uh, so I think I'm actually going to watch Resident Evil tonight. I'll let you guys know how that goes. I really, really, really love all of the vocal stutter effects on this record. They are throughout this entire record, but I am always here for it. That it where it's like, da, 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 da. like you don't she'll think say it's one like, line yeah. yeah, but you don't think they're just like, that's the one thing they're like over you. That's like their one studio trick, and they just keep one trick pony going back to that well. Yeah, but I don't care. There's not much else like. That's the thing. There's not much because else once they again, do it's all about wise. her voice. So anything that they do interesting or different with her voice, I like immediately hooked into. This is so exciting to me. Like, you guys are so good at listening to music. <laughs> <laughs> I put that on my like, resume. Yeah, really real. good at listening to music. You guys just, like, it's clear that you've, like, trained your ears. Like, I, I like, think of myself as hearing vocals well, but I didn't even notice these stutters. Hmm. Yeah, they, they're all throughout this thing. It's because we're all production nerds, though. Which is a blessing and a curse. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Specifically, I think when it comes to records that we don't have like emotional connection to, mm. uh, I think we can kind of separate and then we tend to all really focus on the 
little production elements and stuff of it. That makes sense. Yeah, I definitely came into this with like all of my emotional baggage. I was like, I've got multiple bags to check. Mm -hmm. And we're here for it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just here for the feelings. But yeah, every time you guys have called something out, I'm like, ah, yeah, that is in there for sure. That's how I feel about the things that that y'all have brought to this. It was like stuff I never even considered. So differences make the world go round. They might. They might. (laughs) I think, Uh, oh, I literally wrote in my notes on this song. I can't tell if I love or hate this song. Is that a vocoder? Am I losing my mind? <laughs> I think I started to like fall down the rabbit hole around this song. But there is a vocoder in this song, right? Oh, is there? What's that? I think so. So I a vocoder so. is where they take a, a vocal line and basically run it through a synthesizer. Uh, think about Imogene Heap's. Uh, gotcha, gotcha, yes. gotcha. Oh, you know. yeah. Where are we? Yeah, there, there's a vocoder line in here somewhere. Because yeah. is it, Kylan, remind me, is it layered underneath like her clean vocals? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's, I remembered that. I thought that was cool. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, so I couldn't tell if I loved this song or hated this song. I think maybe if this song was higher up in the record, I think I would enjoy it a I lot. I think that's mm. true. Because it might have been I, my favorite. I wrote at this point in the record, we've heard this song like five times already. Like, <laughs> yep. So. Yeah, I kind of had the thing like I talked about with Five Iron Frenzy, the, the scoff fatigue. 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 I kind of got goth fatigue. Mm. On this record, yeah. I wanted a shirt uh, for ska fatigue <laughs> and for goth fatigue. All right, we'll make a brightly colored Very ska fatigue vibes. shirt and then an all black goth fatigue shirt. No, I think that you should make a brightly it's colored. The other way oh around. yeah, yeah, yeah. The way around. No, that's yeah. way better. I will say this one: the lyrics were more positive, and so I hooked into them a lot more and appreciated that about mm-hmm. about the song, especially considering it sounds so much like a lot of the other ones. So I was like, all right, I'm here for this. Okay, so my notes on the lyrics of this song are just like lyrics and then, oh shit. I think this song is about a stalker. <laughs> this song is oh, about like yeah. somebody being hella obsessed with somebody. I look in the mirror and see your face. If TJ I look finds that very enough. positive. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes, guys. I have to be let's, with you let's to live, please. to breathe. And based on the research, isn't that, that is what it's about, is somebody that's obsessed with her? Oh, is it? Like, yeah. this is this is autobiographical? I think so. In 2003? So it was like some weird Arkansas creep. What? Oh, because she's from Little Rock. Never mind. Do Forget what I know said. <laughs> we probably know him. Maybe. Here I was thinking it was a song to God. Like, I believe in you. I'll give up everything just to find you. I have to be with you to live, to breathe. You're taking over me. Oh, that's the no, plot that twist. Also freaks it me works out, both ways, so. but it I does get yeah, work both ways. Layers, y'all. Layers. Yeah, no, but I that kinda... bums me out. <laughs> that's a bummer of a layer to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So wait, I am not religious and never really have been. Do you see God's face in the mirror if you look deep enough? Is that I mean, the metaphorical, idea that, like, right? This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, is a little. To me, I read it more of like a sting level, like. Every breath you take, I'll be watching you. Mm. All right. So Kylan picks up on the creeper vibes. <laughs> just like naturally. You can like see some lyrics and just be like, I that's a stalker song. It felt stalkery to me. But I, I didn't guess even I mean, y'all are dead on. No, I mean, fair, who so knows? You could be right. That's the beauty of art, man. It's like we all interpret it the way that true, we man. that we interpret it based on our personal experiences, man. If you if you saw this yeah. as a positive song, that's fucking great. Yeah, I love that. I hope. Hey, no bits, man. That. That's not a bit, dude. That's not a bit. 
I know I just sound like an yeah. asshole whenever I'm trying to be sincere. <laughs> but like I enjoyed this song though. I think I yeah, I wrote I don't know. No, if but I wrote also I do want to know the context about why it's written. So I love that y'all bring that to the table, like with all this research. Like that's super helpful. Just kind of knowing the, the backstory. So to let you know the level of hate that you need to have for this record. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, did oh, that yeah. change your thumbs? Yeah, thumbs. What are the thumbs? <gasps> no, I'm not gonna change my thumb because okay. the song is the song. Yeah. Cool. You know? Yeah. What did you give it in my experience? Yeah. Of it? This one it? was a was one thumb. Oh, oh okay. pretty good. Cool. One thumb. Wow. Yeah. We'll take it. That's a lot. Yeah, I know. I like how we've all basically (laughs) (laughs) just become dependent on like TJ's like thumb rating system. It's like, thank you, Daddy. One thumb. (laughs) No, no, no. It's like you withheld. You withheld enough. (laughs) Just like, please, sir, may I have some more? Like, oh no. I did not try to create that dynamic. I know you didn't try to, but it happened. You know, it happened, man. That's just how the world works sometimes. Yum. All right, let's move on to the next track. Track number 85. (laughs) Track number nine, Hello. More like goodbye. Yes, Chelsea. Yes. <laughs> so, what is this Phantom of the Opera shit? This is one yeah. music did not do it for me, but her vocals are incredible. Those mm-hmm. soaring notes on uh, verse three is what I have in my notes. This like, felt the most musical. I think that's what I meant by like Phantom of the Opera. Mm-hmm. Like it felt very much like yeah. you would see this on stage, like in a musical. Um, it is also oh. very unintentionally funny to me. Her one line, um, hello, I'm your mind, oh, giving oh. you someone to talk <laughs> to. <mind>. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know why. I just like cracked up hearing, hello, I'm your mind. <laughs> oh, I wrote down the in the second verse, the hello, I'm the lie living for you so you can hide. I'm like, it's like the most typical kind of lyric for this genre for that time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Though I did write down, um, if I smile and don't believe, soon I know I'll wake from this dream. And I was like, mm-hmm. who amongst yeah, us has true. not felt this exactly? And, and you can hear like, the emotion in it, uh, too. Fake until you make it. Like, That's a fake yeah. until you make it line. She's, she's singing with a lot of dynamic like emotional range, too, like in this song. Because it's not, it doesn't have a lot of lyrics, but that doesn't mean that it's lacking, right? Yes. Does this have a chorus? It just has like the the last line is kind of like a turnaround kind of thing that functions as like a chorus. Yeah. It's about her sister that died when she was six years old. Amy was six and she wrote this song about her sister. Wait, as she was six? She's passing. She yeah. Wrote this song? She was six. She didn't write it as she was six, but her oh. sister passed away when she was six years of age. God, all this is such a bummer. Oh, shit. <laughs> Like party was so much for fun. fun of the lyrics. <laughs> what this album's about? <laughs> I did really like Kelly. You were talking about her vocals. I did like when she went like falsetto and like the last, I guess, chorus, but like the third verse mm-hmm. when she yeah, kind of got that, like, into it vocally. I really yeah. liked it. I will say, y'all kind of brought this up on my immortal. Y- you know, a-, a big thing for me is like album sequencing. 
Mm. And even for how similar so many of the songs are, uh, I feel like it is sequenced really well. Like the the slow songs come in like right when you need them to, mm-hmm. um, to kind of keep you engaged. It feels like pretty narrative to me. Normally we do this at the end, but honestly, like mm. I would probably just cut everybody's fool and keep everything else the same on this record, mm. and replace uh, my immortal with the band version. Yes, I agree with that. Nice. Trim, uh, I have one tracklist. other change that I would make, but. We'll we'll get to it. No, no, no. We'll get to it. Let's (laughs) tease it out. I do think, once again, I brought up again, I think Evanescence and Nicole Norderman would totally fit on a bill on like a tour. Okay, I gotta go check her out. You should. Okay, listen to our episode on Wide-Eyed. I'm going to. I downloaded it today. It's very interesting. But based on sort of the vocal performance, and specifically on this song. Mm -hmm. If you took off the like sort of goth rock hip-hop guitar and drums and like any of the new metal influence you you pretty much have the same thing i think yeah yeah exactly oh, so maybe, i would probably TJ, do that. you need to go listen to yeah. their like orchestral album synthesis where all yeah because all dropped. across this album all i didn't the listen strings to the whole thing stuff, i just listened to the couple songs i loved it all Colin, i was just gonna say on this song i love the cello that's cool or the song yeah. got a, a thumb for me mm. were they like maybe like the band that popularized like mixing like heavy music and like was that already before them mm-hmm. was that That's a thing a like question. mixing heavy music and like like with symphonic orchestra? orchestral stuff like strings I mean, they or can't be. i've surely like yeah i've sure like they can't be but they were so popular yeah i don't know i'm leaving that know. in tj yeah i think that you should add that <laughs> to the, the like sizzler reel sizzle reel <laughs> i'm sorry totally leaving that in I know, I yeah. know. You're you're a trooper, buddy. Yeah, you're hanging in there. Good job, champ. Before you treacherous, Kylan. This is the <sighs> fifth highest. I was I knew you were going to, so I was trying to get in before because <laughs> I knew that's where you were going. I can smell your transitions a mile away. <laughs> Just like I'll fight away your tears, I'll fight away your transitions. Ooh, that was good. <laughs> this that was good. is the fifth highest oh. stream oh. song on the record. Weird. Oh, wow. Kind of interesting. Yeah, kind of surprised me. Shocker. Yeah. So that means it's got to make it into the rock opera. Obviously, the people love it. All right. right. This will be like, uh, how many acts are we thinking for this? Six, of course. Six acts. Without a doubt. Classic Classic Broadway structure. Like end of act, uh, I guess three. I don't. I don't actually know how many. Like where. Well, there's three A, three B. (laughs) This is yeah the end of act fourteen. Guys, records are too long. One thumb. Oh yeah, how many thumbs, TJ? Thumb? One thumb. One thumb. Okay. One thumb. Yeah, thank you, Daddy. Somebody. Looking good, guys. I got another thumb. Uh, let's move on to track number ten. My last breath. I wrote "fuck yeah" Matrix music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I'm here. This was it. This was in the running for my favorite song. Huh? I think yeah. if it was higher, mm-hmm. if it was higher up on the record, I think I would like it more. Mm-hmm. This song is this song a ghost story? Pull up the genius annotations. What oh is, yeah, yeah, yeah. What does virtually impossible have to say about, about this? Uh, teach us your ways. 
is it about a ghost know. or am I like I've brought up ghosts a lot already, so I it's this hard for me to know. Album. If this yeah, is I mean me. this is, like, but this could be like this could be like the title, you know, or like the main c- scene of like her turning into a ghost. Yeah, that's what this that's what it feels it. like. Yeah, right? her last breath. Right. Right. Okay, this feels wrong. Verse two: I'll miss the winter, a world of fragile things. Look for me in the white forest, hiding in a hollow tree. Someone wrote the white forest are the tombstones in the Arlington National Cemetery where the victims of 9-11 are commemorated. What? No, okay, so evanescenceinforesource.com has a snippet that? of an interview, not about that line, but it Oh, it's say, from an, okay. It did say that it was, that this song was like based on 9-11. Oh. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. This album is such a bummer dude oh, weird dirt man. oh yeah it says so it up weird. here too my last breath is the 10th track the song was inspired by the 9-11 attacks that killed just under 3,000 people in new york i don't know why they needed to put that yeah i do feel a little bit bad because because my it is about a ghost say... the song is written from the perspective of someone who passes away and is oh. passing on a message to their significant oh. other yeah i uh was an english minor so I know how about close reading. Uh, no, but my notes do say hashtag lol never forget. And I feel a little oh, bit bad no. about that. <laughs> oh, sorry about the no bits. Everybody take a drink. <laughs> my only other note was like this song felt like and and a lot of the songs on this record. I wrote it feels like they played goth Yahtzee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they Gothsy. just had a <laughs> goth they just threw out, Gotsy. they had a bunch of dice with a bunch of like goth words, like mm. winter, trees, mm-hmm. darkness, tears, mm-hmm. pain, black, uh, Alice in Wonderland, but spooky. And then just like <laughs> put them all together to like make songs. And you know what? I'm not mad I at it, it, but um, yeah. yeah the- <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's a proof of concept. It clearly yeah, works. Yeah, they are like flawless execution. <laughs> I said the what made me mad about this album was that they waited until this moment to show us the drummer's chops. Yes. Oh, Thank Josh, you, TJ. I was like, I was like what the hell are we doing? <laughs> this whole album with these boring, like, basic, kind of forgettable rap rock drums. Yes. And then all of a sudden, he just loses his yeah. mind. He goes bananas. <laughs> okay, because this... In the best way. The studio guys were... For the drums and the bass on this are all studio. And I thought... Everything on this record has been so boring from those studio guys mm. until now the drummer is kind of getting after it. There's been no sweet, sweet bass on this record, Kylan. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is the first. Studi- these studio guys phoned in this record. They really like, did. 100%. It's so boring. Do you think that it's like too low in the mix? Are, are the stems going to help us? Like, do you think that there's like a really, really quiet, almost muted sweet I don't sweet think bass so. Somewhere? I think the production is so boring and straightforward, man. I don't. Man, even even Fireproof had some sweet, sweet bass. <laughs> and that was my most hated record of all time. <laughs> wow, I didn't even think about that. Man, yeah. okay, yeah, this album's going to be a flop. Thanks for coming, guys. No, you uh, know no, what? If you didn't think about it, then it then it didn't then you didn't feel its you absence missing it. and therefore yeah, right. it's fine. Thank That's you for thinking fact, about it, TJ. <laughs> I wrote that down. I was thinking about the drums cuz I was I like was finally too. some interesting yes. drums track what is this nine ten, ten? i don't know ten <laughs> finally yeah i'm glad you noticed you oh know. i That's... did you guys yeah. are so sweet 
Do we have anything else to say about my last breath? No, will, but even I, oh. even I was getting a little. What was it? Uh, goth, goth fatigue. fatigue? Yeah, I was yeah. Some goth, goth fatigue. fatigue by this yeah. point. You yeah. need some ska to cheer yourself up. <laughs> I guess I do. Yeah, they should have right. done a just one Inject little ska bop. Right, there just should have been one ska energy. song here in the last third. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> it's just at the end of the record, there's a ska song. <laughs> I would love that. I would, I would love, love a band love to do that. that. <laughs> a band that's got like a very specific vibe do like a record and then just have one song that's just the exact opposite. <laughs> that would be so good. All right, guys, we're here. We're at the technically the last track. The last of, track. Of the record. Ironically Whispers called Whisper. Yeah. What's it called? Kylan, what's it called? Wake me up. <laughs> that's it. What was it called though? Whisper. What's it called? Whisper. Whisper. Okay. Whisper. Oh, wait. Just for the drummer. How cool! Oh, that. Whoa. Okay, that was super loud. I think you no need to headphones. shout. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> guys, no more bits. No more no bits. bits. <laughs> Here we go. Last track. Whisper. I fucking loved this guitar riff. And yes. why did they not keep it through the whole song? This is, this is the only riff on the record. Like I know. Hmm. And then it goes but back Kylan. to all the exact same as every other song. Preach. Yes. And did it scare you when you saw that the track time was five minutes and 27 seconds? Oh, I didn't even notice. Oh. I'm, I'm happy for you. <laughs> the last like three minutes are just that spooky choir, though. Yeah, I was going to say in Latin, all the Latin. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I looked like, up the translation. Ooh, what is it? I didn't look it up. I wanted to be. A it surprised. translates to "save us from danger, save us from evil." Oh, okay. cool. Okay, it's kind of a cool closer. Like that the is. concept. Is yeah, a cool, that's a great like, way to. Can you do a, a a good reading of the Latin for our listeners out there, TJ? That maybe yeah, let's get it song. clean. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I gotta look it up again. What's the song called again? Whisper, whisper. Abe say, I say, um, pray. Yeah, let's all <laughs> yeah. take turns. I, I want to hear Kelly's. No, we're good. <clears throat> let's just have you do it. Okay. Servatis a periculum. Servatis a maleficum. Whoa. Can you do it like, like like you're in The Exorcist? You got to chant it? Like I'm a I need, ghost? I need like more, I'm the no, ghost no, no, of like Amy you're, Lee? No, chant like it monotone. Like you're like a priest. Like we need some gravitas. Servitis a periculum. Servitis a maleficum. That's good. Can you also throw some holy water? Throw some holy water while you're doing Like turn off the lights and light a candle. Do you have a rosary around? Yeah. That's me throwing the water. I got some incense. Instagram on the wall behind you. Mm. You want me to burn some incense? Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Why haven't you been doing that? Oh, my God. We've got to take this from Sorry, the top. Guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome to back. Church Jams Run now. Uh, we are joined here by Chelsea time. and Kelly from Never Show the Monster. This, right, this TG, feels like the most appropriate record to burn incense. To. <laughs> That's very true. It's true. Especially if you were so scared, TJ. My bad. I know. It would have protected uh. me. Or summoned something. <laughs> Ooh, or, yeah. or summoned ghost Some of the ghost of Amy the Lee. The room just goes dark. 
I'm gone. <laughs> You're in the house. <laughs> oh no. No. The whispers are coming from inside the house. Oh my god. We are all uh, losing our minds, guys. Accidentally uh. summoned Ben Moody and we had a <laughs> <No>! weird <laughs> conversation with him. <laughs> So what was your motivation for that short story? Josh has to confront him about his bad guitar playing. Hey, I can say it because that was also me when I was that age, too. And Guys, so, I'm straight up going to reach out to Ben Moody to be a guest. Oh, please no. don't. I'll have to freaking apologize to him. It's okay. You will. He probably knows it, too. I know it now about my playing. He probably knows it about his playing. Do you think then. that's why he left the band? He was like, I'm so embarrassed. I have to close this chapter. <laughs> what's he doing today? Has he grown? Is yeah, he, what's he has he had character development? I feel like he got some Evan's Essence fatigue and had to leave the band. Yeah. Is he, what, yeah How do you even look him like, up? Ben Moody is such a... So strange that he like left like right as soon as this their massive album dropped too, and he's like, "All right, peace." I was with the, I was with this band for all the hard out. stuff. Oh shit, guys! <laughs> I mean, out. okay. Well, hold on. Since leaving Evanescence, <laughs> Moody has collaborated with various performers, co-writing and co-producing songs for Kelly Clarkson, Avril oh, Lavigne, no. Lindsay oh, Lohan, Bo Bice, <laughs> Daughtry, and Celine Dion. Wow. I bought all of that until Celine Dion, and now I need details. <laughs> I know. I'm going to find out what. Yeah. Somebody is lying on their resume. No, he's got he's got producer and writing credits on Celine Dion for three songs on her Taking Chances. It's the song that goes. Okay, I want oh, to hear God. that remix though. <laughs> oh, I'm totally gonna make that happen for sure. Can we get that into the musical somehow? That, do you that's, think? Oh, <laughs> totally. Celine Dion like, is famously super chill about people unlicensed using her music. So you know, mm-hmm. if we we'll talk over it, it's uh, very <laughs> yeah. We can yeah. Just, that's the algorithms work. won't catch it. <laughs> Weird. Oh. I'll just read Latin the whole time. Yeah, yeah there you perfect. go. We'll be fine. Oh, thank you for that reading, by the way. That was really good. That was really My good. Pleasure. Yeah, can we get it one more time clean? <laughs> Kylan said no bits this time. <laughs> How was that? Beautiful. That was, that, was, that was lovely. So did you um, study Latin in high school? Or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the, at the Google University. Come you on. went to high school at university? Whoa! Yeah, guys, Are we it in feels, the UK? It, it feels painfully <laughs> clear that we don't want to talk about this record anymore. <laughs> uh, this is the song with the gal from Fifth Element. Oh! oh. <laughs> I can't do trolls. Wait, can't do Kelly, trolls. Kelly, 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 can we get that no, clean, please? Get clean. No, you cannot get a clean. No bets. No bets. <laughs> Um, all their songs had the same structure, right? Yeah, like you start right. with a heavy riff. 100%. You start with a little bit of like some effects, then heavy riff, and then tinkly piano with vocals and program drums. Then it, it builds, the and then back to like heavy riff, and then it just sort of like rinse and repeat, which made this album a little bit of a slog to get through because mm-hmm. it all kind of felt like the same. Hey, speak for yourself, man. I was flying in fields of purple paper flowers. <laughs> you were. TJ, this was straight up a bop for you, right? TJ, were all <laughs> oh, these... you loved it. I don't pay attention to like the tempo, but were all these songs around the same tempo? 
so much the same. Okay, uh-huh. cool. I'm glad they were all. My brain hurt a little bit, that. and it but already did. There was when they dipped. They yeah, I they agree with your sequencing like, notes. Yeah. It it was sequenced well. Yeah, we all dipped. No, I think that is a good point. The sequencing was done well. <laughs> For being an album of every song is the same song, they sequenced them well. <laughs> they had two. They had two songs, and they just like did one, 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 two. One, two. One, one, yeah. two. <laughs> one, 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 two. One, one, one. But at the perfect times. But you know what? Yeah. I love them. Yes. Like, I I want to listen to them again, so That's it's fine. Rad. Okay, well, this That's seems good. as good Stand a time true, Kelly. as any to do our flop or bop final analysis. So let's uh, let's start with Kelly. I think you already kind of answered, but do you want to give a little bit of like a justification for why this record was a flop or a bop for you? Yeah, this one was a bop for me, and it's um, for the reasons that I speculated they would be in the first part, which is that I love the combo of like delicate and yet powerful and beautiful female vocals layered with like the super heavy music i love that combo i'm never gonna not love that combo and so it was great to listen to um it was really just i don't know that one song that i that i didn't really love though i i I don't know. In the first part, Kylan, you were like, this album is so long. And I was like, shut up. I agree. It's a little long. (laughs) (laughs) But it fits perfectly within our six act structure. Right. Yeah, exactly. It is going to make us millionaires. And I think that we need to keep our eyes on the prize in that regard. For sure. sure. (laughs) Absolutely. Because we all know musical theater is like this, you know, that that's money making these days. Yes, exactly. Yep. Yeah. This is uh, this is a hard, hard bop for me. Hard bop. Keep hard it bop. with the hard bop. Predict yeah. a hard bop. Give a hard bop verdict. Yeah. Uh, yeah like Josh, what, what should we do for the rest of the order? I want you to go. Because you predicted a bop for this, right, Kylan? Did I? I have no idea. I think you did. You okay. did. You I said you soft did. bop, though. Oh, soft, oh, soft bop. Right? Oh, soft okay. bop. And the thing is, I still don't know. My, okay, my wife do... asked me right before we started recording. She was like, was it a flop or a bop? And I was like, I don't fucking know. Uh, and I <laughs> thought by the end baby. of this, after after talking about it, I would well, have I think a we should have conclusion. TJ go since we've kind of been counting thumbs. I think we can. That's all true. Have an yeah, idea. let's get the final thumb count. Yeah, final thumb tally. All right, y'all. So the final thumb count for Evan Evan's essence is fallen is uh, 7.5 thumbs in total. Oh, gosh. Out of 55. Uh, perfect score. <laughs> a perfect score would have been 22 thumbs. Ooh. Oh, um, So it got 34% out of 100%. It's better than uh, zero. Which, which <laughs> takes it to, unfortunately, a flopperoonie for me. Uh, but... <clears throat> This conversation was a, a hard bop. Oh, and hell yeah. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> no one it. cares about and, that. Uh, <laughs> no bits, Kylan. I like it. <laughs> that's not why we're uh, here. We need to know about the record. That's the point. That's why we just spent two hours talking, right? Yeah. Um, no, and uh, you know what? That drummer ruled on my last breath. On that one that song. Awesome. The last 30 seconds of that one song. <laughs> I was here for that. It was worth it. And, and, dude, I mean, Amy's got some pipes yeah. um, going on this journey and understanding the context behind a lot of the songs was a bummer, but, like, really enlightening. And I appreciated all the work that y'all put into that. So so it's still Cheers, a flop, y'all. though? Still a flop. Still, okay. <laughs> Guys, I figured out. I figured, I figured out how I feel about the record. 
Would you like to Tell go us. now? Yeah, let me go. Okay, me go. go. I'm going to jump in. I am going to leave the Zoom if you say hard flop. <laughs> no, guys. Guys, listen. Yeah, no I bits. got to be the no flop. Bits. No bits. I think this is a soft bop. Okay. I'm sticking with Ooh, my prediction. A soft bop. I'm, I'm sticking with my... Respect. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Christian kids can feel sad, too. It's true. Very true. Sometimes they feel the most sad. The end. I don't think we need to ruin people's sadness experiences. <laughs> let's, have a, let's have a sadness war. Let's do it right now. Uh, there, there is, you know, it very much is of a time and of a place. I think, I think the sequencing and I think her voice carry it to barely that kind of, uh, you know, right bop in, down. right in that bop, right in that bop range. Before I knew the context of the short story, I totally would have put "Haunted" on like a spooky playlist. Uh, now I don't know. No, it's so just much. about possession. We have. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's possession. right. That's it's right. about possession. It's the best yeah. possession song. There's no such thing as a short story. Uh, We're not. Okay, yeah, it does not exist. Deleted. It was removed. <laughs> yeah, you know, it kept me interested enough throughout. All right. Let's, wow. I'm, I'm a soft pop it, y'all. All right. All right. Surprise. We love to hear it. I know. I didn't even know. It was a surprise to me, too. I'm glad we're all here. <laughs> so far, we're three for three in our predictions being what we... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, we want to do Chelsea, then end yeah, it out with Josh. Chelsea. I was going to say, it's a hard bop. Angsty hard bop. to angsty adult. Like, hell yeah. <laughs> still felt good about it. There were a couple songs that I was like, yeah, these are the same song. But <laughs> the way I felt about the beginning of the album was enough to keep me just hard bop. Hard bop for that. I'm going to keep listening to it. I haven't listened to it in so long, and I have placed many of the songs on different playlists that I listen to pretty often. So feeling good nice. about that. Sweet. So it enriched your future listening it experiences. Did. It did. Oh, wow. Nice. I love that. That's great. And playlist placement, I think that speaks highly mm-hmm. about like an album. You know, I so. agree. Josh, what about you? Very Come on. Nice. What we got? Take us home. Land this plane. <clears throat> All right. So while I didn't enjoy a lot of the music itself <laughs> i did enjoy learning about the stories of the Starting songs and behind the scenes like about like the label drama of them wanting like be like hire a full-time rapper in your band and she's like no, <laughs> no. Like, that was all like super interesting finding about all, about all this stuff so which is cool because that just like speaks to like even records that like you don't like or that pass by like there's stories of like people making them so like even right. a record that you don't like the music of, like the story of making it can be fascinating or something like that. So yes. I really like that about it. Yeah, all these songs were all the same. And like we were talking about- Good song Amy, though, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one one, one really good song. song. And, but like what you were talking about, Amy's voice is great, of course. I think if you just get a little, you mature a little bit as songwriters, you introduce some more like tempo changes, some more dynamic changes that really gives her- mm-hmm. v- voice room to it does just feel like a really young and, band yes definitely yeah yeah right. and like like i said a lot of my quips like i recognize in myself like i'm able to point that out because i'm like i would have been doing the same thing that's why i can kind of like go a little hard on ben amy's voice was great production wise kind of like did a lot of the same stuff so uh i i think i'm gonna have to flop it so which not really a big surprise but i do want to say that i was talking to the like before we recorded this i was talking about this with uh, my wife Allie and we were talking about the record and she's like what are you gonna do you're gonna flop it or bop it and we we're just talking about this kind of music and everything and I think I've learned through this record and like what we were talking about like maybe it's just the way this one was produced but like it I learned that goth rock is just butt rock wearing a Halloween costume <laughs> <laughs> well said 
I'm getting that a sticker that I just put on my car. There you go. <laughs> Succinct. That's so good. Well, guys, we did it. We did it. We did it. To reiterate uh, TJ's point, Chelsea and Kelly, I'm so glad that you brought this record to us. And that, like, you guys did, like, y'all came way prepared. Guns blazing. <laughs> yes, I for sure. It. I was totally here for it. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Do y'all have any? I think, I mean, we did plugs a little bit on part A, but do you want to plug anything else again to remind people of where to listen to y'all, what y'all do, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, we're over on Never Show the Monster, which is our horror movie podcast, which is why I was thinking about ghosts and possessions so much. (laughs) I loved it. And we're also on Debut Buddies, which is a fortnightly podcast about firsts. (laughs) We recently did the first horror movie, which was, uh, you know, just on theme, I think. Could have done. It was a silent film, but we could play one of these songs over it, I think. Yeah, oh, I think cool. it would fit pretty well. That'd be yeah. really cool. That'd be cool. We are yeah. going to do the coming up, I think, the first pumpkin pie, which I'm very excited about. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Biggie Yeah, Biggie Agord. So <laughs> excited about that one. So tune into that one. That's so right. Rad. Well, this was a great way to round out our CJN spooky season. Uh, Thank you all so much for being on the show. For all the listeners out there, may all your favorite bands stay together. And peace out, Mon No bits. No, that's not a bit. That's just, that's the ending of the show now. That's just how we end it. It started as a bit, and now we're here. May all your favorite bands stay Now